Three, two, one, clap. clap. I don't know why I said clap. I usually just <laughs> clap. That's fine, whatever, we'll be fine. I didn't say clap before, but all of a sudden I started. I'm gonna blame you for that. I, I'm gonna blame it on the fact that Tim's in the room with me. Like, it's like a different dynamic for this podcast. You no, know? Uh, like, you, you always know what say to do. clap. Like, uh, <laughs> Tim's not gonna know what a clap is, so I gotta tell him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're new to this whole podcasting world. So when we clap, <laughs> So you want to take both of your hands and just keep them open, and then just kind of try to hit each other with them. Oh, fuck. I just spilled whiskey on myself trying to pantomime it to fucking nobody. <laughs> Jesus. Not the um, whiskey. I, I want to bring up one thing before we technically start recording. Um, so this episode's going to come out, like, late January at the earliest. Yeah. So one topic I want to avoid for this podcast is talking about New Year's. Like, I think that's something that's, like, it's it's maybe on our minds. But if we bring up New Year's and we, bring, and we post this podcast at the end of January, it's weird. We posted episode one, like, months and months after we recorded it. And I'm, we were talking I'm about, I'm trying like, to get past it. It was, like, May or <laughs> June or some shit. And we're like, boy, can't wait for Doom Eternal to come out. Uh, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. This is the perfect introduction. school dropouts we've got a very special episode this week uh i'm Stu. and i'm bakery and we got special guest here tim hey what's going hey. on tim um so this week we're gonna we're changing up the format we're doing something a little different we're not gonna talk about six episodes of an anime we're gonna talk about the entirety of the incredible manga chainsaw man chainsaw man i'm so fucking excited yeah but before we get into talking about chainsaw man tim how are you doing Oh, I'm doing good. Uh, starting the day off with some beers. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, shoot. Whatever. I, I, I'm finishing up a, a book, so I'm excited about that with uh, some interesting, like, magic systems. It's like I mean, Lightbringer or something? Yeah. Yeah, you've been talking about that one. Is that yeah. Lightbringer? Light. Oh. Lightbringer. That makes a yeah. lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it made me, like, remember that I like... Like anime and stories that have unique power systems, huh. and and so in this one they channel light, and depending on which color they channel, it affects what they do. And it's almost like a, a Green Lantern. Oh, sick! And each color has a different like metaphysical thing to it. Like uh, green is, is is chaos or or randomness, and like primal. Blue is like calmness or control Calm, or yeah. something yeah so it's, it's kind of like magic a yeah, little bit yeah it's very much like magic and oh. then at the same time they try to bring it into science by referring to the the color spectrum of light um so it's just been really interesting and then you you know you slap that into a world that's very much uh, political struggles and whatnot fantasy and it's, it's yeah it's been great it's been nice uh, uh reading it and getting near the end to see how it all pays off that sounds tight wait is this is this like a like a book book with like words or is this a manga <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's an actual book uh, oh shit no fucking pictures yeah no pictures I don't I didn't well, know, where from Japan okay. is it from <laughs> actually I didn't know what to do with the words so I went with the audiobook there you go that, that's go. the nice in between we don't read anymore <laughs> yeah no actually yeah it's definitely an audio audiobook for me anyways 
No, I think that's a good, I think that's not a bad way to go these days. Like if you're like, especially like you're working from home. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to like, if you're just working on something, throw on, throw on something that's like interesting. That's not just like the same, you, I put on the same fucking YouTube video like every day. Like <laughs> I'm watching fucking like the same review of whatever video game I've seen before. Just so I have noise in the background. Yeah. I'm not learning anything new or advancing anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's definitely been great for that. And then like, you know, this, the year of, you know, our Lord COVID, it's like, <laughs> I need to get out. So I go on walks every day. And my walks have actually extended in the amount of time that I, I, I allot to them because I want to, you know, progress through the story. Oh. And it's it's helped me drive just that bit of exercise, that, you know, like one hour walk. Yeah. Cause, well, let me ask you guys, like, how are you guys doing, like, health-wise in COVID? Because I've gotten fucking fat. Oh, I mean, I don't <laughs> no, think you I've haven't. gained any weight, but, like, I'm definitely, like, worse. Like... I haven't gained or lost any. I'm, like, about the same exact weight I've been, but, like, my body's just, like, listen, eventually this is going to catch up with you. You're feeling the effects already. Do something. And I'm, like, (laughs) no. And, you know. (laughs) Yeah, there's... I have, like, an active fucking defiance to it. I fucking... This is is a bad sign. I'll go for, like, a walk to the convenience store to get beer, and I'll come back, and I'm, like, breathing a little bit heavier, and I'm like, that's not fucking good. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. You're talking about the corner store, like, right there, right? No, not that bad. Not, <laughs> not that hey. bad. Yet. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I get winded bad. on that walk. Like, I know exactly. Like, <laughs> it's not yeah. far, and I get back, and I'm like, fuck, that was three minutes of walking. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, and it's, it, I, I, I worked out for, like, the first time in months, like, a few days ago, and it was, uh, it was fucking terrible. Like, I did, like, a few, like, like a quarter of the crunches and like push-ups that I usually do, and I was fucking beat by the end of it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm fucking weak right now. Yeah. It's terrible. I, I've been doing pretty good, but I, I had to build in that routine of going on a walk every day, and then now every Saturday I do a two-hour walk, and then every day I try to do like a mix of yoga, but try to do like push-up sit-ups. See, this this is the part that I never realized until I started living with you, Tim, like how truly disciplined you are. Because like I say, oh, I'm going to work out every day. (laughs) And it turns into like at best once a week, you know, like when you're like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to do pushups or I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do this. Like you actually do it, which I don't think anybody in reality does. Yeah. You psychopath. It's it's definitely not easy. Like you have to do it for like, especially those type of things. So I get two weeks before you get that, uh, that memory of like, and that routine built in, I feel like. So it's not like easy to do, but it, <laughs> it takes a lot of like patience and you have to tell yourself, just do it. And you know, yeah. bring it back to Shia LaBeouf and whatnot. And- <laughs> <laughs> in yeah. the old days, you know, when, when I would come over to record the podcast, uh, in the before times, yeah. in the before <laughs> times before, before the great event, uh, I remember we were watching, I don't know, Gargantia or something like that, and, like, I just kind of looked over, and Tim, you were in the kitchen, like, meal prepping. Like, you were making, like, I think chicken thighs and, like, some kind of vegetable or something. And I just oh, thought, yeah. like, that guy has his life together in a way that I never will at any <laughs> point in my life. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, meal prepping. Yeah, you meal prep. And I wake up, and I'm like, do I have enough food for all three meals today? Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, honestly, people talk about meal prepping, and I'm like, nobody fucking does that. No way. I tried it. I tried it. I, like, made meals for, like, a week or something, and then the next day I was like, well, I'm not fucking eating that. And then I just ordered DoorDash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm trying to break free of DoorDash right now, and it is hard. Oh, yeah. 
like I watched a video about how bad like DoorDash and you know Uber Eats mm-hmm. and all that shit is. I immediately talked to you and I'm like DoorDash is bad. And then like <laughs> the next day, fucking order on DoorDash. No, yeah, I uh, I made some nice. I got an air fryer for Christmas and uh, I made Ooh. some some karaage, you know, some like Japanese fried chicken kind of thing. Oh And shit. it was great. And like I had like a reasonable portion of it, like for like leftovers yesterday. And I was like, wow, okay, I'm I'm had a healthy day today. Let's keep that up. And then at like midnight or like. 1230 Felicia was like hey you want a DoorDash McDonald's I was like yes thank you and then <laughs> just <laughs> ate way too much <laughs> oh that's great yeah, yeah like midnight orders of food when you probably shouldn't it's, it's terrible so I looked up because I, I think we all we all drink a healthy amount and um, a word for it yeah, yeah healthy healthy is <laughs> the word that I'm going to choose to use right now and um I, so I was looking up like, why do you get hungry when you eat? And I didn't know, I'm not a doctor. I didn't do a lot of research, but <laughs> apparently when you drink, it triggers a part of your brain that triggers when you're starving. Huh. Wait, what? Yeah. So like, that's why like, I know for me, it's like when I'm drinking, like I get really fucking hungry. Oh, like, I eat way more. And, and it's apparently like whatever alarm bell that goes off when you like haven't eaten for a long time, that's what goes off when you're you're drinking uh, and, and to clarify you mean like drinking alcohol or alcohol. just any liquor? okay yeah, yeah alcohol i should yeah drinking alcohol right. water fucking that'd be yeah. insane yeah if you're sober you're fine you're you're living a great life you're never <laughs> starving i want i wonder if it's just a dehydration thing that comes along with it or maybe or if i mean if it's all wrapped up to your body's like oh shit like <laughs> i'm holding a beer right now and it's it's like this conversation is reminding me like this is poison like, <laughs> well, we are we are actively damaging our bodies so that it doesn't work as well because it feels good <laughs> there was like on twitter for like a a couple hours they were like scientists have found that alcohol is just as bad for you as cigarettes like it's just as as much of a carcinogen and like that just like disappeared, and I'm kind of grateful for that because I ain't about to stop drinking anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah we kind of need it, <laughs> <laughs> especially especially yeah. this year, uh, being 2021 Absolutely. as it is right now. Wink. Yes, it's totally 2021 yes. right now. Yep. Absolutely, don't anyone <laughs> fucking say otherwise. Exactly. I got those resolutions. They're still. I got so many resolutions. So many. I already made right, my resolution Every, to join the gym. Joined the gym and then stopped going. That's how January it is oh, right I now. Hate- I hate gyms. <laughs> I, I I had this one I canceled, and they they kept trying to get me for money. But I so I called my bank. I had to like change my debit card number. What the fuck? And I still get emails and notifications of like them trying to charge that card. And my bank's like, okay, the only thing you can do is just cancel the card, change the number because <laughs> they, like they went as far as like they changed their website and stuff. I couldn't call, email. Or like anything to them to get them to stop. Jesus. I had no means of communication. So that's when I went to my bank. I'm like, I don't know what to do. They're charging. You guys, like I got them. I can always refute the charge. But the bank's finally like, we can refute every month. Or we can just give you a new card. (laughs) And it's just like, yeah. That's one of those things where it's like, that's got to be illegal what they're doing. Who do you talk to about that? Like, I have no I, idea how you start the process of I, you're doing something illegal. Stop. I, I think the best you can do is contact your bank. And I, I've yeah. dealt with so much bullshit that I've had to contact my bank about, like, refuting an air uh, airplane ticket and stuff like that. And, yeah, just contact your bank. They're, I, at least with Golden One and Bank of America, I've never had an issue with them, like, not being on your side. It's like they yeah. almost enjoy, like, 
yeah no fuck them let's like <laughs> let's get you your money like it's it's been a blessing yeah I used to, like, maybe I'm just stupid with my personal information. I used to get so many people in, like, China and Russia and shit, like, trying to, like, put charges on my card. Be like, oh, no. somebody what? tried to buy, like, $70 worth of stuff at a vending machine in, in fucking Taiwan. And I'm like, what? Well, good thing I'm broke, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> that might have gone through if I didn't have, like, $10 in my checking account. So, joke's on you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's I've I don't think I've ever had that happen to me. Like I've had to change my password a couple times. Like people have tried to log into some of my stuff, but I've never gotten the fra- I've gotten the calls about the fraudulent charges, and they're like, "We've detected suspicious stuff on your account. Did you spend two hundred dollars at Big Brother Comics?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, it's it's frustrating. Like you just go zero to sixty. Like your heart's racing. Like that's my money. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, fucking, uh, I'm like, so I'm on unemployment right now, and I've been making. I mean, just I'm doing the fucking money roll thing with my hands right now. It's like I'm doing, I'm doing all right, but I'm not used to my money being in something that's not my actual bank. And so, like, I have this money that's over there. I, I, I was, I, I'm dumb as shit, but like, it says it only, I can only transfer it like one time or whatever. And so I'm like, well, I don't know how long I'm going to be on unemployment. I don't know how I feel about all my money being in like this one place. I'm paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely a weird thing having your money spread out. Like, yeah. Well, you know, it's in a place that's not the bank I've had my right. entire life. Yeah. Like I've I've been on this one credit union for like my entire life. Like since I was like eight years old. Damn. And like now it's somewhere else and I'm like, I don't know Bank of America. I don't trust you. What are you doing <laughs> with my money? <laughs> it's called diversifying your assets, Stewie. You're being you're being a smart financial guy. Yeah, that's that's me. Yeah, millionaire stew over here. Portfolio. <laughs> I've got to move my hundreds of millions of dollars around. Portfolio. How many shell companies exchange, can I set up? Dividends. Microsoft <laughs> Excel. <laughs> yeah. I I got really excited about my first dividend, um, and it was like a dollar. Oh well, hell yeah! So let here, here's the question I've got for you guys. What the fuck's a dividend? <laughs> I don't actually know. I've just heard people say it before. It, yeah. It's essentially just money that goes back to the the person who invested in the company. Like, uh, uh, so, because you've been doing some investing, right? Yeah, I, I have. Um, I took, I saved half of the initial uh, the stimulus check. St- yeah, half yeah. of the stimulus check, and then I put the rest into Robin Robinhood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Sorry. guy who's like been dealing with the, yeah. the, the that uh, that <laughs> asshole in England, the yeah. sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that fucker. Saying it made me question, guy. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I put money. I like I got one share of Disney, and and then the rest has been like electronic stuff, and um, CRISPR, which is an interesting technology for me. And yeah, it was kind of nice to see like the money go up and it's like I didn't put in much and so like I'm not getting big dividends but it's like I think I'm doing the smart choice and like I talked to a <laughs> friend of ours who like knows a lot and I've talked to a couple co-workers and they're like yeah you know that's that's accurate and it's like so I'm not putting in a lot so I'm not going to get a lot but it's also kind of nice to see that like I've now made actually if I were to cash out $500 wow like, sweet like i'm doing i'm doing okay, okay now like that's not yeah i hope like, it keeps rolling that way because it'll be good because i the things i invested into were good for i think like a 
a long-term plan that's like that's my goal because i don't yeah. i can't do the day shit like i can't no <laughs> penny trading and then hoping it goes up and then selling it like i can't that's so much work yeah we have a friend who does that and it's it just yeah. seems like a, a ton of fucking work and the worst part is like okay i don't understand what fucking investments are like i don't understand how any of that works i've never understood it i refuse to kind of learn it but people get mad at him they're like when are you going to get a real job and he's like He's making money in this weird fucking system. We yeah. Have, so, yeah. I don't know. And it takes, yeah, I feel like it takes a lot of knowledge and work. And maybe you can get it down to where you're like, you're not spending as much time per day, but you still put in a lot to get, like, to know what you need to do. Even if what you do, you do within like a couple hours of your day. Yeah. Like, that's a, like, me looking into that, that void of stock trading. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where are you at with stock trading, Bakri? Uh, I play Animal Crossing sometimes, and a, a couple of times I've bought turnips and sold them for more than I paid for them. That's I think that's accurate. That's, yeah, that's... The, the, the turnip game is, like, fucking real. <laughs> yeah, it's uh... the stock market, but with, like, an L. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's about as far as I've gotten in that. Yeah, it's farther than me. I, I technically, like, I... I own a couple of stocks, but like they're just stocks that like my grandparents bought for me because I thought it'd be fun when I was like a child. So like this is actually kind of funny. Like they bought stock in Disney when it was like when I was like you know zero years old basically. So it's yeah. like you know it's just a theme park place. They just make movies that nobody really watches anymore. And it's a good thing they'll never do anything else in the world, right? <laughs> oh sh- fucking shit! So damn, you're you still, do you still have them? I do. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they're my fallback. If things ever go fucking terrible, that's that's my that's my plan. And do you have a lot, a lot of stock, or just like one, or I, I, not dollar amount. No, so here's the here's the problem. (laughs) I don't understand how (laughs) stocks work. So I, it's it's it to me, it's like all money is like makeup money. We're all playing with monopoly money. Yeah, yeah, Um, and we've all just accepted that, but stocks are like just a step too far for me where it's like no this is too much monopoly this is like somebody bought an expansion pack to monopoly they brought it over when you were playing monopoly like this this is in play now and you're just like no fuck off i don't know what this is the monopoly dlc that's where they get you (laughs) (laughs) well let's talk let's talk about something a little different than stocks uh bakri what have you been playing lately oh you know what uh just yesterday actually i just started uh so i got some i got some steam gift cards for christmas and uh Oh! Immediately went and spent those, and uh, I got Danganronpa. Are you guys familiar with this game? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't played it, but I I just started playing that, and uh, it's it's fun. I liked the I liked the uh, Phoenix Wright games quite a bit, and this is like similar enough that I more or less know what's going on. But like, have you like? Do you guys know how this like what the the premise of this is? Because it uh, it's a lot of like it it's. You're going through the story, but there's also a lot of like prisoner dilemma kind of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like the the setup is you're you're this ordinary guy who uh, gets accepted to this school called Hope's Peak, and it's like it's the place where the best of the best high schoolers go. Like everybody is the ultimate something. There's like the ultimate baseball player, the ultimate uh, pop idol. Uh, there's the ultimate martial artist. Her name is Sakura, and it, you remember the the ultimate primate high schooler. She could kick the shit out of that dude. She is fucking oh, oh, like just buff. Like buff does not describe it. She's like Noi from uh, from uh, 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 Doro Hidoro, but like bigger. Um, oh wow! 
Yeah, and she's great. But <laughs> anyway, so you get there, and you're, you've only gotten in because they selected somebody at random, and that makes you the ultimate luckiest student. And so you, <laughs> you go oh, there. I love that. <laughs> yeah, you go there. The doors all of a sudden lock. Nobody is allowed to leave. And it turns out that Hope's Peak is actually the school of despair or something. Like, they tricked you. And it turns out the only way you can graduate is if you kill somebody and get away with it. And if you if if everybody else like you know say somebody gets killed and none of the other students can figure out who did it, then everybody dies except the person who murdered like committed the murder. And if if they do figure out who did, then only the murderer dies. Um, so it's this like big like clue, anime clue like who done it kind of thing. Uh, it's great except like so there's okay. So the first the first victim is killed. Uh, I won't go into any details, but they die. Uh, via stabbing uh, in the in the gut, and like you find them, and there's a, a kitchen knife sticking out of their stomach, and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, I thought to myself, like, okay, let's go to the kitchen, you know, like see if they left any clues because obviously they took it from the kitchen. And the main character, he goes to the kitchen, and he's like, hmm, there's a knife missing from the knife rack. This must have something to do with the murder, but doesn't recognize that it's the fucking murder weapon. That doesn't come up until oh, wow. a, an hour later in play. He's like, hey. I think they used that to stab that person. <laughs> it's fucking bewildering. It's and everybody like else is just like, point and click. yeah, you know what? That does kind of look like a kitchen knife. Now that you say it, like everyone's surprised. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. It's baffling. Uh, but there's, there's a trial kind of thing. And in it, uh, people will say things and you have to poke holes in their arguments by loading truth bullets into your truth gun and then shooting truth bullets at their the discrepancies in their arguments well that's what i see ben shapiro do to college students on youtube so that sounds accurate yeah that's you know facts don't care about your feelings at least not when i have my truth gun (laughs) 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 oh fuck uh well but okay are you is we're we're kind of dunking on this game a little bit um, (laughs) oh yeah the name of i'd be like uh, ben shapiro but (laughs) Is it, are you enjoying it? No, it yeah, it's a it's a really fun time. Like the characters are really fun and kind of goofy. Like it's a good ensemble. Uh, the the gameplay is like it's kind of slow paced at least at the beginning. And I think the reason why they're being so like stupid with the logic is because they want to like have a really simple, easy like you know introductory level. Like I'm sure it's going to get more you know interesting and complex down the line. And like the story writing of it is actually like pretty interesting like i'll think that i figured it out and then i'll find something new and like before the characters even say it i'm like oh fuck this is what happened actually oh shit i figured it out i'm very (laughs) smart you know so it's a good time i would recommend it okay no i'm i'm into it it's one of those i think it's on like my steam wish list or whatever it's one of those games that like i've always been meaning to get around to but like it's probably gonna be like 10 years until i do (laughs) that's yeah that's exactly the situation i was in but like i had free steam money and i think you can get the whole trilogy for like 25 dollars right now so yeah just went for it yeah no fuck yeah yeah how about how about you guys what you been playing watching well I'm, i'm gonna bring up uh there's this game that i've been playing um and it's pretty it's pretty underground i'd be surprised if you guys heard about it um it's called hades mm, i think i heard of that <laughs> yeah once. it's 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 an indie game so if you guys haven't heard of it it's fine you know but uh, i just started playing that a couple days ago and uh you know i think everybody's kind of said this about hades like i'm not a big roguelike fan but hades is good <laughs> and i'm i am enjoying myself with the game and God, I gotta say, like, I'm at a point in the game where it's like, I would get, this is the point where I would stop playing any other roguelike. 
Like, uh, you know, I've, I've I've experimented with the weapons. The the god combos are like too much for my little lizard brain to handle. <laughs> but the fact that the story is so engaging and the fact that every time I die, I get to talk to all these like interesting characters mm-hmm. is keeping me in the game. Like the entire time I was reading Chainsaw Man today, I wanted to be playing Hades <laughs> and I thought it wouldn't take read. I thought I could read faster. <laughs> Uh, Hades is very good, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, so I'm sexy in Hades. Probably. So yeah. hot. Yeah. Everybody. But then Medusa is like a floating head? Oh, yeah, yeah she's great. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I love uh, Dusa. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's she's great. I like all the characters. You're, you're dead on, though. Everyone is very... Like, all of the characters look fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, male, male or female. Like, they're... That's I'm, what I've heard. Yeah. I'm into all of them. Absolutely. Yeah. I fucking love the titular Hades, like just this big beard man. Like I can relate to this guy. All right. <laughs> He's just a grumpy dad. He's just a grumpy dad. Yeah. I, I, at first I was like trying to piece it together. Like, is he an abusive dad? Is he a terrible dad? And he's kind of a bad dad. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's more going on there that I haven't gotten super far in the game, but yeah. there's more going on that I, I, I can appreciate it. Have you, have you cleared a run yet? Uh, I, so the farthest I've gotten is I've killed the bone Hydra. Okay. And then I get to Elysium and I get my ass kicked really hard. Yeah. That's, that's really like the sink or swim stage. Like those, those guys that respawn, like with the, the spears and shit, like they will fucking test you. And then have you gotten no. the boss of that area? Fuck no, I haven't, because I keep getting killed by this bowl (laughs) that makes butterflies, and I cannot get past it. The fucking butterflies are just coming for me. (laughs) It's tough, because you gotta gotta make sure the butterfly, kill enough of the butterflies to keep them under control, but there's, like, other dudes spawning the whole fucking time. It's tough. I feel you. Oh, it's so goddamn hard. I cannot, there's, it's like a mini boss. It's not even like a boss. It's just like, hey, I'm a ball, and I'm gonna throw butterflies at you. Also, there's infinite enemies in this room, and for some reason, I can't beat infinite enemies yep <laughs> it's a it's a tough one yeah it, like you know keep at it like definitely as you keep unlocking perks and stuff like that it gets a lot easier and like honestly the first clear like now that i'm i'm beyond that point like it honestly feels like the 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 introductory part of the game like the story and the mechanics go so much further than like oh okay i beat the game once like it just it just keeps building on itself in a in a very beautiful way so stick yeah. with it yeah, no, I, I absolutely am. I, I am loving the game. Um, you, Tim, you, I was just pointed at you like everyone <laughs> could see me pointing at you. Uh, you've, you played it like early on, yeah? Yeah, I played it like, uh, I would say, yeah, a year ago or at the beginning of 2020. It hasn't been out for a year, uh, has it? No, but I well, had it's been an early access. Yeah, uh, I had okay, the, okay. Yeah, the beta early access, whatever, which was really smooth beta. Um, and they, they put out patches like every month or so, which, had a title and introduced like a whole new character and a mechanic um and like you couldn't talk to everyone or it felt like that that hub area wasn't fleshed out yet right but just playing through it was so much fun like yeah. i i like i enjoy roguelikes for the most part but this one it had more to it that i enjoyed like you choose your weapons so you think you know what you're building yeah and then you would hit these weird the the god like power-ups and then like all of a sudden you're running around doing something like you weren't really planning on doing but it works yeah yeah i enjoyed that like i love versatility and skills in a game and and so i applaud games that do it and this one does it super well yeah because i i really like um like we've played a bunch of what is it no i was gonna say heavy rain 
Risk of Rain. Risk of Rain. <laughs> Risk of Rain 2. <laughs> and No, we played a bunch of Detroit game. Become Human. That's a whole that's a whole thing. <laughs> Let's do an episode oh, on I'll that. I'll never forget that day. <laughs> um but like Heavy Rain No, fuck me. Risk of Rain has <laughs> Risk of Rain uh is like it's a it's a roguelike that feels very like punishing for your choices like oh i didn't get a good roll this time like yeah. especially if you don't have the thing that like lets you choose your yeah. upgrades no, it's a, yeah, um, you're you're just kind of like you're picking up stuff and you're like yeah there's no way i could win that time and hades feels like you're getting weird stuff but if you if you play right if you play smart and if you play well you can get ahead in the game totally. uh, i really appreciate yeah. that also i don't have to fucking sprint for fucking an entire map to find <laughs> where I need to go. Oh yeah, Risk Rain too. Yeah, yeah, that one enjoyable but different. Like yeah, but but Hades is sick. I've I've been digging that one. Um, that it is it, the cool thing about it too is like I I was like looking at it. I wasn't gonna pick it up during the the winter Steam sale or whatever. But I was like everybody said it's good. And that company I think they're called like Super Giant Games yeah. or something yep. like that. They're actually a cool company. Which, in light of like games like Cyberpunk, which have been making people crunch for a game that doesn't work, like go go Super Giant. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was actually reading something about how they actually like they made it. They said you are not allowed to send emails over the weekend, or like basically not during business hours. Like, don't pressure even like implicit. Do not pressure people into working off the clock. Like this Ooh, is I like that. You are to I stick to your that. work hours. Like fuck. I, I have, like, an extremely cushy job, and, like, every once in a while, my boss is, like, works late, and she'll send me something at, like, 2 a.m., and, like, I'll get it and be like, oh, oh, fuck, I should respond to this. Like, that that implicit pressure is there even if you don't mean it to be at all. So it's, like, it's really cool for yeah. a company to actually, like, name and acknowledge that and, like, take steps to make sure that people are not only, like, not pressured to work overtime, but, like, make it so that, like, you know, no, we can't pressure you because you literally can't work overtime if you want to. Yeah, no, that's that's great. And, not, like, I'm in a salaried position now, which was kind of forced. And, like, that, that whole, like, oh, should I reply to this email? Like, is this issue critical enough that I have to? Like, do I have to work over the weekend? Like, it's it's frustrating. Yeah. And, like, yeah. seeing the forced crunch is, like, I can kind of understand what they're dealing with, even though I don't I don't crunch as much as they do. But well, still. And, and the stories you've told me when we've been, like, out and about hanging, hanging out, it's like, that your company is, like, trying, it's like, okay, we're going to pay you only X per month, so can you work seven days a week, 24 hours a week, yeah. uh, a day? Like, yeah, yeah. They, they it's, want, it's terrible. Like, they they're want, trying to, like, squeeze you for every ounce they can get out of you. Uh-huh. It's yeah. awful. Yeah, and then I learned that, like, oh, no, like, federal salary laws are super bad yeah. like, <laughs> and like california's got more stringent like uh qualifications to meet salary but like once your salary you're like it, it's such a tug of war and like yeah you you're probably going to get abused more than not totally yeah. and you really had to stand up and it's like so like seeing those stories of like crunch being forced and like oh that's no fun. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, well, and, and even if you get some kind of bonus for working, you know, 14 hours a day, seven days a week, the fucking cyberpunk guys were doing it for like a year. Yeah. You know, like you, no matter how much you're getting paid, like for a, for a year, like there's a very small amount of people in this world that can deal with that. Everybody else that destroys your relationships. Yeah. That destroys your ability to interact or relax or do anything other than yeah. that project. Yeah. And it also destroys your ability to do a good job at work. Yeah. It legit, yeah, like, I mean, bad, 
I feel like this isn't talked about like enough, like in in the game sphere or in general. But like, really bad working conditions can like honestly have a really long lasting effect on you. Like, I've had like shitty jobs in the past that like you know like legit left me with emotional baggage that I had to work through. You know what I mean? Like having to go. Yeah. I can only imagine like having to work like. 60 70 80 hours a week on a game for like probably over because they cyberpunk got delayed for a year they were probably crunching that whole time and then some you know what i mean like that game was announced in 2012 or some bullshit like and it and it still came out as glitchy as it was you know what i mean so like the the management on that game in particular seems like truly heinous and i can only imagine the amount of like psychological damage it has done to like it's especially it's lower level employees who, like, didn't have any sort of say in, like, when and how hard they worked, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Well, it's also a double shame because uh, CD Projekt Red really prided themselves on, like, we're not going to crunch for... <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, it was like... Like, they said, like, we're not going to crunch for Cyberpunk. Yeah. Like, we're not going to do that. We're better than that. And then, like, three months before the initial like release date they're like well okay we're gonna crunch for three months yeah you know and it's like okay that's terrible but okay at least it's only three months as opposed to like a year and then they fucking do it for like a year and a half or something yeah you know i feel like they were known for like pushing back release dates and like i would honor that like oh see like they're gonna push it back like sure whatever you need more time like yeah fans are maybe bummed but not upset right and then hearing that they did crunch anyways and seeing what it delivered it's like oh we're bummed and now and we're also upset like this is and i and i think most gamers are at least more united or we know we we know more when these companies do this that i don't know what change we can you know what we can do about it yeah it seems to be more known that like crunch is bad like stop it yeah yeah well, it's nice that people are actually like talk. Like here we are talking. Like yeah. I didn't even know crunch was a thing until like uh, you know a few years ago, right? And now it's like, oh fuck me! Like that's that's terrible. Like yeah. I like I've had school projects that I've had to like stay up like twenty four hours to do, and that sucks. But like I do feel kind of proud of myself after those twenty four hours. Like I knocked it out. I did it. Hell yeah. Yeah. But that's twenty four hours. Yeah. Like. I didn't have to do that for a week. I didn't have to do that for a year. Like, yeah. you know, it's one thing to like make somebody work a little bit harder for a day, but like an extended period of time, fuck off. Totally. Yeah. And like, I- I've seen a few uh, statements more or less I- implying like that the fact that we're calling this crunch is actually kind of a misnomer, like a, a misconception. Like, crunch is going to happen with any sort of creative project a lot of the time it's like okay we're nearing the deadline we got these things to iron out here's the plan to do it we're gonna have to work really hard for a couple like you know a couple weeks maybe a month and then we're gonna be good but like when it becomes the standard like when you're working for a year plus and always having to do that that's not crunch time anymore that's just that's just the standard of, of you know what's expected from you as a worker at that point and that's super not okay yeah, and when it gets it gets sketchy too because it's not just because crunch and like what we know as crunch at this point is like a failure of management. Mm-hmm. You know, they they overestimated what was possible. They put too much on their workers. They didn't allocate enough time. They failed, and um, I forgot where I was going with that. But fuck <laughs> managers. Yeah, I don't know. fuck them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but Hades is tight. It's like, but Hades is tight, and they didn't have to crunch to build an absolutely incredible game that has never crashed on me. Not, not <laughs> once. At no not point once. has Zagreus uh, t posed butt ass naked on a motorcycle. 
Which, you know what? <laughs> Maybe they could afford to do that a couple of times. I don't know. But, like, you know, it's still nice that it never happened, I guess. It happened, like, <laughs> once. Fine. Yeah, no, that's fine. Every, every Again, everybody in that game is hot. It's fine. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't really do the whole, like, it's become almost a meme at this point. I feel like the Twitter, like, oh my god, I want this character to step on me or whatever. But, like, Megara's just a really good character, I think. She's really... Like her voice, I like the way that she talks about killing you constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily need her to step on me, but if it happens, yeah. I mean, like you know, yeah. I, that's still not my not my wheelhouse, but uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, if what happens happens. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, yeah. okay. So I think at this point, speaking of stepping on things. <laughs> Um, I think now is probably a good time to get into Chainsaw Man. Um, so I want to throw this out for anybody who's not currently podcasting us. Um, we are going to talk about the entirety of Chainsaw Man. And I love Chainsaw Man. So if you have not read Chainsaw Man, do not proceed. Stop. Stop here. This is the end of the podcast for you. You don't get any more podcasts. Yeah. Go read Chainsaw Man, and then you can listen to this podcast. Yeah. We don't... We don't... There's no AdSense being made on this video, and even if there were, I mean, you've been listening for 38 minutes, so, I mean, we got you anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> turn this off. Turn this off. Wa- read Chainsaw Man, and then come back. Absolutely. It's like, you can spend... $2 a month and get the Shonen Jump app premium and read all of Chainsaw Man. It is so good. Yeah. If you're a person who personally knows me, I may help you read more Chainsaw Man through my fucking Shonen Jump uh, login. Like, read Chainsaw Man. Wait a second, Stu. You're saying for only $2 a month, I can read not only Chainsaw Man, but many other great Shonen Jump manga, such as Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece? Here's, here's, okay. Before this starts to sound like an ad. I'm trying to get this fucking Shonen Jump sponsorship money, Stu. Come on. Well, I'm going to fucking shut us down. I love, I've been spending for more than a year now, $2 a month on Shonen Jump. And it comes in handy. Chainsaw Man is the main reason that I've been doing it. There are so many manga on there that I'm like, oh, I want to read Yu Yu Hakusho. I want to read Devil Man. I want to read all these old 70s manga. They're not on there. Do you want to read something that's current? Then you can read it. But I'm not, I don't know. I only want to read Chainsaw Man, apparently. That's fair. It is, like, the best manga, pretty much. It is... Okay. I We said it in the Junji Ito episode, but we, I'll bring it up again now. Junji Ito... I, I have a catastrophic amount of Junji Ito stuff in my house. Mm-hmm. I own, like, all like 90% of the mangas that he's released. Uh, I, I am currently wearing yeah. a Junji Ito fucking uh, sweater. I have... Um, my girlfriend for Christmas got me a Junji Ito like pint glass Aww. and fucking throw blanket, and it's the <laughs> Junji Ito pint glass from my like favorite Junji Ito story. So <laughs> I love this man, Junji Ito. I wish you only the best. I will continue to spend money on everything you do. Chainsaw Man is my favorite manga. It is Damn. so fucking good. That's right. Eat shit, Ito-san. so uh Um, chainsaw man so so we're gonna break down chainsaw man um 
we went by the uh, fandom chainsaw wiki whatever that breaks it down each the story into arcs yeah so we're gonna we're gonna be talking about it through those arcs um okay this is your last chance to leave you better fucking get out of here if you haven't read chainsaw man go on get yeah yeah okay so let's talk about the intro arc which is the first four chapters um which i'm gonna read the little summary here denji's life is changed forever after an encounter with the zombie devil that's a terrible synopsis <laughs> but basically uh denji is this guy who's inherited a shit ton of debt and now has to like work through work through it and he's working for yakuza but he's got his little devil friend uh pochita i think i said that right i think so yeah yeah and it's like a little chainsaw dog and I fucking love Pochita so much. So cute. It's so cute. Yeah. And it he kind of doesn't fit next to the rest of the devils. He like he's, doesn't. He's like the little kawaii chibi version of what a devil <laughs> yeah. would be. Yeah. Well, and it's... it's So they talk about it later in the, the manga. Like, Chainsaw Man is, like, battling. He's yeah. fighting the four horsemen of the apocalypse. He's doing all these things. And then he disappears. And apparently this is where he disappears to. He just appears in front of Denji as this cute, adorable little like dog with a chainsaw coming out of its head. I love it. It's so cute. I wish I could and have that a dog first... like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that first fucking issue where like Denji is like dealing with him and then um gets killed he gets chopped into pieces by zombies mm -hmm. and pochita saves him and it's like yeah. i'm gonna be your heart but the contract is i want you to live a good life you know i want to live through you is like ah it's so <laughs> cute and it's so good yeah and that's like a very positive contract like you would yeah. think that like okay where's the catch though yeah <laughs> well and they they talk about it at the end and again if you're still listening get the fuck out um uh it's they talk about it at the end pochita just wanted to hug people but he was too strong to hug you know he's covered in chainsaws yeah. and he couldn't hug somebody and so living through denji was like his his dream in a lot of ways and that's cute and that's great and i love it but also he got fucking dismembered hella bad by hella fucking um, undead. He fucking, oh, my book. Um, at the, the first part of the book is him talking about he sold an eye. He sold a nut. He sold a, like, all these body parts to try to pay off this debt to the Yakuza. Yeah. And his, his debt was pretty high. It was like 300-something thousand it was, dollars. Oh, it was absurdly yeah. high. And then, like uh, at the very beginning, he had, he he fought a, a devil, and he's like, "All oh, right, I'm gonna make this much money." It, it was like seven thousand dollars U.S. I think, or yeah. roughly whatever. And then the yakuza guy is like, "Well, will you owe me this and this and then rent?" And all right, you get eighteen bucks. Yep, it was eight, it was like eighteen dollars <laughs> to survive for like a week on. Ugh. Um, and and then our our first devil was the tomato devil. Tomato devil, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, so. And the devils are their power is equal to the like human fear of the the word. Uh -huh. Yeah. So like, who fears tomatoes enough to be of that size? I feel like a lot of it was a, maybe it's not a fear per se, but a lot of people don't like tomatoes, and I feel like that's especially oh, because yeah. like 
you know, uh, the FDA lets people get away with a lot of shit. Like the the p- tomatoes that you usually get on like a burger or something like that are are usually like super. Uh, what's the word? Uh, GMO'd to shit and like don't really taste like anything and they just make everything soggy. So I wonder if like everybody going like, ah, tomatoes make this burger so much shittier. I don't want tomatoes. Like I wonder if that fed into right. his power at all. Yeah, yeah, like the negative energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it it might have been worded where it's a little broader than fear, but it's some type of negative. I think well, so. and there are obviously also devils that show up that are terrible. Oh yeah, he yeah. he takes down the tomato devil with nothing but Pochita, right. yeah. who's just basically a chainsaw. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it's obvious like it's it's not a huge fear that uh, of yeah toma- uh, of tomatoes that people have. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was funny because it was it was big in size. Yeah, I guess I was trying to equate size to like power. I'm like, why is it so <laughs> big? <laughs> well, you could. I guess you could also think like maybe, and and this is just speculation, but like do. Um, if you're, what am I trying to say? If you're a farmer and you're worried about your crop, like, uh, like, do you have fear about tomatoes? Does that contribute to the devil's strength? Oh, yeah, maybe. Fear about it, the thing. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it'd be either that, or I'm assuming some of that fear might go towards like uh, the other side of like famine or whatever, like the yeah. issue you're going through, yeah, and not the crop, but. Yeah, I mean, there's also, like, a grape devil that shows up way later. Yeah. That was kind of just a one-off. It's like, why is there a grape devil? So, like, <laughs> maybe maybe there are weird food fears or uncertainties that people have, like, maybe allergies or... Not, you know well, what? And maybe maybe this is a little too heavy of a conversation to talk and <laughs> get into. Well, I, I, I have it listed as a later part, but there there's an interesting dynamic in this manga between who controls reality. Like, do we create the devils, or do the devils create what we fear? Hmm. Damn. It's because because uh, like it talks about later in the thing, like Chainsaw Man can eat devils and erase them from our reality. Right. Right. And it's like I I I've always thought of it as like what we fear becomes what the is created as devils. But if there are devils out there that. Like I don't know who's creating who. I I feel like they're definitely born from our fears, but then it could also be a, a bit of a spiral, as far as like uh, if we fear whatever more, then it gets more powerful, and then mm-hmm. if it uses that to make us fear more, then it gets even more powerful. Yeah. But I would assume, and and the manga doesn't really go into like creation. Like I right. guess this is we'd have to go into some creation story to know, but. I would assume that we create the fears. Yeah. And then maybe they're born on the hell side first. Yeah, I mean I kinda I kinda go both ways with yeah. that. It's it, it is more of a dynamic relationship than like one thing is creating what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it, I would say it's definitely not the devil side first, because then they would I feel like they'd have more control over humans if that was the case. Yeah, yeah. Well but obviously like anything can be feared. So, you know, anything can become a devil. So it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. We'll get into that at a later point. This intro arc is super great. Like I love it. Each chapter introduces a new character. Like um, you go from, let me, let me, let me look at my several notes that I took. Uh, Uh, Makima shows up in the first chapter, doesn't she? She shows up in the second chapter. So we got Makima in the second. Yeah. Oh, 
Uh, well, I guess she shows up at the end of the first one, like as like she was gonna go kill the zombie devil, yeah. but didn't get to. Um, so yeah, you got chapter two shows Makima, chapter three shows uh, Aki, and then chapter four introduces Power. The, the so the and those are kind of the main characters. <laughs> I love in chapter three with. He, when Aki beats the shit out yeah. of Denji and then Denji just kicks him in the nuts yeah. and he's like do you really just go for the nuts yeah that's like such an iconic line too is like when I get in a fight I only go for the balls like yeah what a king what a hero and I think I think he tried to stand back up to Aki and he's like oh you really went for just the nuts and then he like yeah. fell back over <laughs> yeah cause, well, cause he gets kicked in the nuts like two or three times yeah. in that part <laughs> and, the, and the nut kicking does show up later too in a fight which yeah. I thought was I thought yeah. that was fun like yeah he, he really just goes <laughs> absolutely wonderful we'll, we'll get into that part when we get to that chapter but it's weird that like nut kicking is like a important part to Denji's character extremely yeah. important Poverty and yeah. nut kicking; those are his two main <laughs> character traits. Yeah. Poverty and nut kicking. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the intro part. Um, let me ask you guys. So that's that's the first arc of this. How do you guys feel about Chainsaw Man? Reading just you know, kind of the beginning there. I thought it was great. Like I I liked. You're thrown into the world, and it's like very interesting. Like I, I like the idea of the the devils or like you know fiendy creatures and like i guess i didn't know where the manga was going to go but like i was excited for this weird world that's set in roughly modern times like, mm-hmm. i think it's like 1997 or something but with these devils that are in plain sight like yeah i was i was kind of down for that and that's kind of where i was in those first few chapters how about you bakri i uh I, I guess I knew a little bit more about Chainsaw Man going into it because I, I watched a, an Eyepatch Wolf video where he, like, goes into some detail about, like, what the overarching story is about, you know? And um, so, I, like, I kind of knew what was coming, but at the same time, like, such themes as, like, you know, Dev- Denji's, like, poverty issues and, like, you know, struggling to get out of, out of this, like, insurmountable debt. Like, I thought that was really, like, bold of a manga to go into. Like, that's a real... Uh, in in so many words like a real uh, like a uh, relatable issue like you know i think a, a lot of people have struggled with debt at one point or another or feel like you know kind of looking at the the upper class and like thinking what it must be like to be like one of those people so like i was really impressed by like just how quickly the manga got into like the meat of of these uh these issues and also uh when makima does show up at the end of chapter 1 again i'm not that i'm not like a step on me type person but i mean makima's very good i'm a big fan <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Makima's Makima's great, and it's there's this like motif of Denji is always under the control of someone else. Yeah, and it's it's so funny to or not funny, but like interesting to read that like okay, he's under the control of the yakuza, specifically like this one old yakuza guy, mm-hmm. and he basically does whatever that guy says. Yeah. And then in the second chapter, it's like, oh, you think he's gonna be okay? This person's gonna care about him? No. Makima's like, no, you do what I say. Yeah, he's he's yeah. her dog. But she's so much nicer to him that he doesn't care. She's he's like, can I get udon and a hot dog? And she's like, yeah, that's that's fine. That's not a big deal. <laughs> and he's like, and to him, that's the biggest fucking deal in the world. This rules. Yeah, like the pleasure in the simple things for him was like it, it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think yeah, and that's interesting too because like in the first 
like maybe the second chapter, he has the hug with Makama, and in that, that like hug is a big thing, and you know, yeah. And it seems like there's a few like simple pleasure things that end up being bigger payouts later. It's like really interesting to have reread it and catch that. Yeah, because in that in the first chapter, as he defeats all the zombies, he yeah. collapses yeah. and she hugs him to hold him up, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I've haven't I've never felt this yeah. basically." Yeah. Um, okay. Well, before we get into the second chapter here, I'll come up with a better intro in a second. Uh, I have to pee super bad, okay. so let's pause the podcast. <laughs> all right. right. Thank the Lord, I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna pause right here. Gosh, like, I, I don't really have to right. pee, but I guess Tim, I will. You can go first. No, no. Now you have to pee. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Go do it. You, you know what? You're right. I do have to pee. <laughs> We all we all good to go? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we go into the second arc. Uh, second arc is the Bat Devil arc. Uh, it or let me read the synopsis here. With personal interests in mind, Denji goes to save Power's cat from the Bat Devil. That personal interest yeah. is he wants to touch boobs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is one of the more relatable traits of an anime character a noble cause oh. if ever there was one right <laughs> naruto <laughs> wants to be the hokage denji wants to touch a boob about the same in terms of scope and ambition yeah tr- true and, and like starting with the uh, um denji's like plight was very uh relatable like the debt and stuff oh yeah like like hokage like can we really relate to that yeah but like, do we really know what that would feel like like i want to be the hokage so. Right, <laughs> like, like some of these, some of the desires are like very specific titles that might be harder to really understand. Whereas this is like, oh no, I know that feeling, like, yeah, physical intimacy. Like, it's very relatable. I feel like, and I, I enjoyed that in this. Throughout throughout the entire manga, mm. I never had an issue relating to Denji. Yeah, like everything he was doing, I was like, yeah, I get it, dude. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've been horny. I I know how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I fucking named my Twitter account Hentai Pizza Lord just to like mask the horniness. You know? <laughs> um, but this this is a I like this arc a lot because you deal more with Power, who is an obnoxious character in the beginning, but you like grow to love her. Um, there's I I really like there's there's kind of a a similar thing to uh, like Evangelion where it's like. Uh, you have Aki who owns the apartment and then you have Denji kind of like Shinji and you have Power kind of like Asuka who are like they're this interesting like not family family who all live together like obviously they're very different characters from each other mm-hmm. but I, I love that they're all forced to interact with each other yeah and, and that's a lot of fun seeing them interact yeah yeah absolutely those, those three really like carry the story I think yeah, and you can kind of see Power like seemingly learn how to be human through it too when she yeah. first like moves in and like she's not flushing the toilet and all these other weird like <laughs> roommate, you know, issues or whatever. It's just like, oh, it's, this is fun. Like, yeah. Well, and I, and I and at first you're like, "Oh, who's this person?" And then she leads Denji into a fucking trap where he has to fight the Bat Devil. Yeah. 
And he fucking gets his ass kicked at yeah. first. Yeah, he's like, he, he gets pulled into this house by power. Um, and then the Bat Devil just squeezes his, the blood out of him and is like, uh, oh, your blood tastes terrible. I have to go eat children now <laughs> because I'm the bad guy in this over-the-top manga. Yeah, having reread it too, like him saying that, I think was a big deal. Like him tasting Denji and like, oh, this tastes gross. And I think if he doesn't, someone else who says the same thing mentions that, oh, you're not human nor devil. Yeah. And like, we'll get into it as the arcs go but like oh that's a very specific point that when I first read it like oh it doesn't mean much like he just yeah. tastes gross it's like oh no like that helps classify an unclassified like form of devil in the, in the series yeah yeah totally. so I thought that was interesting yeah because Denji is kind of like a weird in between he's not he's not a devil he's not a human yeah. and then fiends are devils who occupy someone's corpse yeah or at least in the English translation it was devil man Oh, okay. For for the one I read, I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. And I, like, I read it as fiend in the Shonen Jump one. Yeah, and, so, and when I reread today, it wasn't directly through Shonen Jump, so like, I was kind of worried that some translations might botch like mm. what should be a you know like a classifier. Um, but yeah, either fiend or devil man, like that that yeah. of a devil taking over a corpse, like very specific. Right, and and Denji is not any of those three. Right, mm-hmm. and yeah. And they'd never really classify what he is from my rereading. But I did find a few others that, that fit it as well. Right. There are a number of whatever Denji is. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. Like, oh, I didn't realize that they also... And then I paid attention to when a devil ate something, usually the fox devil, mm-hmm. would call out, like, oh, this is gross. You're not who... You're not what I... What are you? And, <laughs> like, spit him out. And, like... Right. So I thought that was interesting. And I'm just... Yeah. I'm very curious of like okay what what are they then? Right, absolutely. There's a lot of there's a lot of questions. Yeah. Um Bakri, what did you think of this this arc here? Uh I really like all the characters that they that they like introduce. Uh, I really like um I think Himeno shows up in uh in this arc as well. Um Uh yeah. Doesn't she? Or she, at least she shows up at the end. I feel like she's more she plays a bigger role in arc 3 yeah. Yeah. with the eternity devil in the the hotel. Yeah. Uh but yeah. I'm a big fan of of Himeno as well. I just like really like her her attitude and stuff and like her relationship with Aki was really cool. But yeah, um Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I I love the just like the pacing of this like how it's always kind of unraveling not only like, you know, new stuff like the bat devil and like yeah, and power and stuff like that, but also like um just just those aspects of the world like you were talking about like yeah there's the there's the chainsaw man like there's the de- the demon man but there's that that's different from like something like the gun devil or something like it does a really good job of like kind of explaining these these ideas to you without straight up going like so when a devil possesses a human in such a way it becomes the devil man like kind of thing like they don't they don't ever have yeah, to like look yeah. at, the, at the at the reader and be like this is how this works it's like you ju- you're just along for the ride and you're figuring it out as you go and that's a difficult thing to pull it off uh, to pull off and i think that chainsaw man does it beautifully yeah because yeah. it, it explains just enough that you can piece together what's happening but there's still like you got to solve some issues for yourself yeah you yeah know? And, it, and it never feels unsatisfying where it's like oh that that straight up doesn't make sense in your canon you know yeah yeah and it it took me rereading to make some of those connections I'm like yeah oh, this i i wouldn't have gotten that 
at least in that interesting of a way if they just info dumped it. Totally. Which, yeah. Yeah, and I'm assuming written format leads to more info dumping and then visual format, or maybe the other way around, but I'm glad they just, they didn't this way. Yeah, no, it, it's a really well-paced manga yeah. too. The the big thing I remember in, because I, like I said, I started like 12 hours ago rereading the, the manga and um, the big thing I noticed was like early on, they're establishing how this world works. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. chapter six, they're saying, okay, how much you fear a de- how much humanity fears mm-hmm. a devil is how strong it is. I'm like, I thought that was a way later thing. And oh, that yes. was no, that was oh. chapter six of ninety seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, very early on they establish how a lot of the rules work and it never feels like overbearing or anything like that. Um but I, I love this chapter. I, I thought it was I thought it was really fun how or this arc I should say, excuse me. Um I I like how devil or not devil power offers to like hey you can touch my boobs if you save if you save meowy and um it's a great moment for both like um power as like humanizing her character mm-hmm. because she cares about this cat and you see about how she cares about it and then also denji is like i really want to touch boobs but there's there's a little bit of like obviously like boobs is his big thing yeah. And then the second, there's a little part of like, he relates to power. Like power cares about Meowie. He cares about Pochita. You know, he, when, when power like is struggling, like he's like, I know how she feels. Yeah. And when she brought that up to him, I thought it was, like, it was a fun like page or two of like, how dare they? And like, he was very upset that some devil had fucked with the cat. And I'm like, it was really great to read. Cause like, <laughs> but that happened directly after he's like, I don't really care about yeah, your yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, oh, well, I'll let you t- touch my chest yeah. if you uh, kill the bat devil. And then he's like, how dare they steal your cat? Yeah. yeah. Den- Denji's a wonderful character yeah. throughout this. It does like, as, like, as goofy as it is, like that his primary motivation is to touch a boob. Like it does kind of like fit in with his whole like you know poverty motivation i think because it's like you know when you're that broke like nobody really wants to fuck with you and like so it it makes sense like as a as a young man he's like well i would like some sort of companionship from the gender i would like to you know from someone i would I, i am sexually attracted to like that would be cool but like he can't even picture that whole thing like having a girlfriend or whatever like being intimate with someone so he's just like i'd like to touch a a boob one day that'd be cool that's all i can really expect (laughs) you know yeah it's like it's like you're watching him like very slowly move through like whatever the the hierarchy of needs is <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. he's, he's, he's got food handled okay but now he's not moving on to reproductive stuff now he's like he's moving his way through first second third base yeah. and then he'll move on to the next hierarchy <laughs> yeah, yeah. and his food accomplishment was pretty great of him just like putting everything on that piece of toast yeah and he makes some fucking mess yeah. on the table and Aki's just like looking at him like the fuck dude yeah (laughs) but anyways uh chainsaw man defeats bat devil uh and we move on to the next arc which i fucking this i fucking this isn't my favorite (laughs) arc but i fucking love this arc yeah it was good Um, and let me throw this out there when we hit your favorite arc for you guys say when it's your favorite because i have my fucking favorite okay out. yeah i have my favorite picked out oh i haven't picked uh, mm, okay keep talking and i'll think about it (laughs) (laughs) okay so eternity devil is the third arc they're all so good
Oh god, they're all so good. I can't pick one. Oh, they're fuck. All, oh they're no. All so good. Up between like in five. Search, <laughs> in search of another gun devil piece, Special Division 4 is dispatched to fight the Eternity Devil. Um, so this this introduces the gun devil, who is yeah. Aki's entire motivation. Uh-huh. Um, who is the big bad of the early part of this manga who yeah. can just kill a shit ton of people in a very short period of yeah. time. Yeah. And, and I've got that written down for at least two of the countries. Like for Japan, it was 57,912 in just 26 seconds. Yep. And then in the USA, us, a whole lot more, which is probably because, you know, we love guns. We fear well, We sure do love <laughs> us some guns. Yeah, half of us, half of us has huge boners for guns, and half of us lives in terror of those other half. Right, right. Which, which has uh, created this uh, five hundred and forty-eight thousand and twelve deaths in just um, one hundred twenty-four seconds. Goddamn, yeah, that's two minutes. Yeah, wow. it's insane. And when this manga does this, I think in two locations where they refer to like the scope of like uh, of an issue or death or yeah. whatever, and it's like. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Well, and and the gun devil is is interesting too because it's like during that part they talk about how so devils start to become a thing and yeah. everybody buys guns, but that increases crime, and so everybody starts to fear guns. And then the gun devil shows up. And it's like, hey, what's up? I'm going to kill 1.2 million people yeah. in like five minutes. Yeah. And uh, you have the character Aki, whose his whole family is killed by the gun devil. And he narrowly misses that death, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, it's so fucking sad. It's the snowball fight yeah. where he's he's throwing snowballs with his brother, who he's been resenting, but now he's growing to love him. The brother runs inside to get gloves. Boosh! There's that like thirty seconds of death. Oh man. Uh, yeah, that was that was yeah a touching like reveal for Aki and yeah. yeah. He he goes from just an asshole who also likes Makima to like an actual person. Aki's yeah. like I love everything about Aki's just whole character. I love the the fox devil. Like not only like oh you know, cone yeah like not only the form fact like how cool the design is and like the the whole like hand sign when he says cone and stuff like that to activate it. Like but like just the the general idea of having sort of like a multi purpose like. The go-to devil, like, we got a devil hunter, needs a devil to team up with, give him the fox devil. Like, that idea is such an, it's so interesting to me. Like, I would love to see just, like, a team of fox devil users, you know what I mean? Like, and that's the really fun thing about this, is that, like, Chainsaw Man as a whole, is that it keeps giving you new ideas. Like, not only what's going on on the page, but, like, you can just think of, like, oh, well, what about this thing that I'm really afraid of? What would that devil look like? What would it look like to fight them? Like... It's it's a thing that, like, if they yeah. wanted to, and I don't think they should, but, like, if they wanted to, you could make fucking endless episodes and chapters and sagas about this this world. Like, the world they made is so yeah. fucking interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, infinite spinoffs and things like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Almost to, like, you can make a game that would have a bunch of power sets based on fears and stuff. Like that. God, that'd be so well, sick. That'd be interesting. Yeah. It's interesting with the the fox devil is that he's also like the default. Like he's like the level 1 devil hunter ability. Yeah. yeah. And he just shows up and fucking um like in it's in the the bat devil arc. Uh Denji's under issue. Oh no, what's going to happen to him? Code bam, kills the devil. Yeah. That's it. And the the style of how they did that on the page was so good. So, it's so good. Sick. That's 
that's that's the thing about this manga it's like every the art is absolutely incredible yeah like throughout like there isn't an aspect of it that i'm like oh, that that was that was poorly done like usually there's a like if you're a, a manga artist you're okay at drawing people but you're really good at drawing monsters or you're really good at backgrounds or you're really good at this and like this guy his worst characteristic is like maybe the way he draws characters and the characters all look fantastic so the monsters look incredible yeah he just he draw the way he draws like buildings exploding perfect yeah it's incredible and so many buildings explode in this <laughs> manga yeah yeah and, and the pages like have style and design too it's not like everything's fit within a perfect square yeah like yeah like they do a lot of coming off the or coming from outside of the page into the page yeah well and so i own the the manga for uh the the second manga which is like eight through 15 or 16 or something like that and the spreads read so yeah. well like it was kind of a bummer reading it on shonen jump where you're like looking at a page and then you hit you know you swipe right and you read the other half like those like this manga is full of incredible spreads uh -huh. so many good spreads yeah. so many good spreads and like you know, I think they've only released chapter three so far of the manga, but like, I am so excited to own all of it and read it that way because these yeah. spreads are so good. Absolutely, and the art is incredible. There, it was a later arc when I first like really like oh shit like the spread, but like in the app that I read it in, like I can like fumble through two different pages and then I saw mm -hmm. it connect. I was like oh shit. Downloaded both of the images and like saw them side by side. I was like oh. Like it was, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, the guy, the guy's an absolutely incredible artist. Like, he should be bad at something. Like, there <laughs> should be a part of his art that is terrible. Right. And it's like, no, it's it's all really good. I don't know how he released this on a on the Shonen Jump schedule. Right. Yeah, Honestly, yeah, week, like roughly. Yeah. Because it's a chapter a week there, I think. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but like it's all done by. Tatsuki Fujimoto, story and art. Yeah, I'm looking at the fucking, how does he do? A, the story is like really fucking good. Like yeah. there are so many little things that I noticed that are set up early on that go throughout. And that should be something that's just a writer's job. And then he draws and then the art is incredible. Yeah. How does one, fuck this, fuck Tatsuki Fujimoto, <laughs> how do you do all of this? I think I think it's common practice for manga artists to have like assistants who won't like yeah. say they'll draw like backgrounds or do shading or you know things like that. Like, you know, basically yeah. okay. to take off like some part of the workload off of the artist themselves. But like even yeah. still, like to write a story and produce art of this caliber on such a tight schedule that Shonen Jump, like, you know, requires, that's nuts regardless of who's helping, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I've seen a few, like, mini documentaries. Like, yeah, I think they do, like, primary drawings or, like, for anime, it would be, like, the keyframes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. For manga, it's, like, the same. Like, he might be pulling a, a Miyazaki, like, putting his hand in everything, but I feel like he probably did a lot of the main stuff and let them come in to maybe clean up Okay. the page layout or uh, this and that. Okay. But he probably still had a heavy hand with a crew which you know maybe have been small or not but yeah because i've always assumed that chainsaw man was kind of a smaller endeavor because like obviously people like us like it but i don't know how big it is outside of our circle yeah. I think and it could have been risky initially chainsaw man as, as i understand chainsaw man is like 
just been doing really, really well popularity-wise. Like, you know, they do, like, polls and stuff like that on how much people are liking certain series within uh, Shonen yeah. Jump, and this one's been just killing it, like, nonstop. I think, uh... Yeah, that's good. That's really good to hear. Yeah, like, Demon Slayer, I think, was popped up for a second, but, um, like, this one has just gotten, like, a real amount of acclaim. I wouldn't be surprised to see, like, a pretty, like, high-budget anime already in the works, you know? Oh, it's... Well, let's talk about that real quick. So yeah. it's Studio Mop- Mappa. Mappa? Oh, Mappa's okay. doing yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they do so sick they did, uh... action scenes. Well, yeah, it's great because like they're doing uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, right now, I... which has also been a good manga. Mm-hmm. I've seen it like well rated, but like the anime is super clean. So and, good. Like, the, the fights. Like... Have you been watching Jujutsu, uh, Baka? Uh, I, I watched the first few episodes. I I was waiting for it to finish airing so I could just, uh, binge it. But, uh, now that it's finished, I definitely plan on doing that. Um, but yeah, what I've seen of it is fucking fantastic. I love, I love MAPPA stuff. They're, they're, they're great. I, I, I finished it and it kind of reminds me a bit of Chainsaw Man. Not, not as good, but like, it has some great moments and like, I, I, I watched it kind of picturing Chainsaw Man. I, yeah. And and at least the last few episodes, I'm like, I, okay, yeah, they need to, like, do what they're doing here, but with Chainsaw Man, I'd be very happy. Like, I don't want to <laughs> see, like, bad CG, which oh, like, God. Jujutsu doesn't have bad CG, and they do really cool... They're, like, fiends or devils or demons or whatever. Like, they have, like, cross-hatching, like, very unique uh, uh, borders to, mm-hmm. the, to the characters, and I kind of want to see them embrace Chainsaw Man in that way. Yeah, yeah. because I, I love... You can give me the full name. I'm gonna fuck it, but like Doro? What is... Yeah, Doro, Doro, hey Doro. Hey Doro. Yeah. Doro, hey... I, I love... Uh, a, I always fuck up the name, but B, I love that anime, and it's got fucking... I should... I, that anime should... I should look at that and be like, that's ugly. That's terrible. And it's so... Like, they make it work. That yeah. weird Netflix animation. It's, yeah. it's grungy, but like, it... it serves it works for the style of the story i think and the yeah. grunge yeah the grunginess works for doro i and the grunginess i of that animation i think would also kind of work for chainsaw man but i i you know chainsaw man's i fucking love it i want to see the most money the most high amount of effort put into chainsaw man. yeah yeah like i want this to be like studio ghibli caliber like obviously not look like a studio <laughs> ghibli movie but like I want that amount of like you know craftsmanship going into this uh, this anime because yeah. on- honestly yeah. it deserves it. It's so fucking good. Yeah, it, it, you photoable at full budget. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean when I read some of the fight scenes, I get uh, the fucking the music from like my hero stuck in my head. Yeah. Like as he's like fighting people, it's like that's the level I want to see of these fights. Oh yeah, the, like, yeah. my hero has some great fucking fight scenes. The, the yeah. Hey Digimon of of my hero Academia the. I know the song you're talking about. <laughs> Remember Hey Digimon? Oh, I, 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 well, I, I don't know what your song you're referring to, but I know the fucking All Might song that always shows yeah. up. Like, Never Say Run or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know it from, from, because A, I love that song and I love All Might, but also it's in that King of the Hill is anime video. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's all I can think of like when that when a when a show has a theme like that is like cuz that that was like in front of my recollection that's the first one I thought of like characters doing a really sick thing music this particular song comes in and for me that was like you know 
okay, Agumon just digivolved into War Gr- or like a uh, Metal Greymon for the first time, and then you got the like, hey Digimon, hey Digimon, Monster Friends oh, to the yeah. boys and girls, like that song, like that's always yeah. what pops in my. So every time like the Never Say Run or whatever comes on, I'm like, yep, it's it's My Hero Academia's version of Hey Digimon. <laughs> oh, dude, I oh. I so doesn't like it's so good that, like maybe it's just me because I'm like a man child or whatever <laughs> but like that fight where All Might gets it like what's what's the first thing he fights that has like shock absorption or the, whatever uh, Nomu Nomu yeah. yeah when he's fighting the Nomu who's built to yeah. like fight All Might and All Might's already weak and he's like I've got to go beyond 100% and the music kicks in I get fucking choked <laughs> up dude I love that part so much that's dude. yeah that's that's like something I've realized is that like there there are you know there's shonen series out there or like games and stuff like that that can actually make a fight scene so impactful that like I get choked up in the same way that I would with like a really emotional moment from like a drama and like it's really for me it's like Devil May Cry and Chainsaw Man those are the two things that do that for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and we should talk a little bit more about the Eternity Devil arc. <laughs> Because we kind of got oh a yeah, track. but it, the fucking next arc is like that's where I got fucking choked up for the first time with this oh, thing. Because yeah. like Chainsaw Man is very good up to this point. Like there isn't a person I wouldn't recommend this manga to um, at this point. And the Eternity Devil arc is so fucking fun and cool where yeah. it's like hey you're trapped on the eighth floor <laughs> of this hotel and you cannot get out there are no windows there is no way to escape and i love that premise yeah like they they try to go down stairs or whatever and like mm-hmm. space bands and now they're back where they were and yeah like, they literally yeah. could not leave they're like laying in beds like breaking the no <laughs> well there's a wonderful part where denji's like wait so time isn't moving so I can just sleep as much as I want. <laughs> Wake me up when you solve this problem. And he just goes to bed. Yeah, that's great. And they, they quickly like start turning on Denji when they when they heard um, the demon's like request or whatever. Yeah, because he's like, well, if you give me Denji's heart, fuck. Uh, if you give me Denji's heart, I will um, I will let everyone else leave unharmed. And that's mm. where you learn that how contracts work. Also, uh-huh. it's a yeah. great double moment where it's like. He's both giving a contract and he's like, you learn that if a devil says, I'll, I'll make a contract with you. If you do X, I'll do Y. And yeah. that that is true. You cannot defy that. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and that's a huge part of this show about devils. Yeah. Or this manga about devils. We're talking about manga. This is throwing me off. Yeah. It, it's great too, like that whole contract thing. Cause like my first thought was like darker than black. Yeah. Which had really oh, unique. Yeah powers with very specific and sometimes weird payoffs or sorry not payoffs but like contracts or like prices yeah like the lady who had to like eat cigarette buds or whatever yeah because she could yell really loud or something yeah. but then she had to eat cigarettes after yeah, yeah. someone yeah. else had like telekinesis or can kind of fly and hit a like rearrange stones i think something like that yeah i think that was yeah that was like one of the first ones someone had to like break their own bones yeah there was like, the guy who could like jump really far but he had to break a finger every time he used it like what a fucking yeah, ripoff! Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I would never jump far. That yeah. would be the answer like, to that contract. Guess what? I have yeah. a fear of heights, so I'm never doing that anyway. Like, I guess just a useless superpower. <laughs> Thanks, December twenty first. But I, I agree. I like that there, there is this. There's a system. Yeah, it's we we've talked about it a bunch on this podcast where we like systems 
that are like you can explain it, but you can expand on it as well. Yeah. Like Hunter Hunter has a lot of here's how this thing works. Oh, Stu, we got to talk Hunter but, Hunter later, but neither here nor there. Yeah, that's that's a whole. Oh man, I got thoughts. Oh, I bet. <laughs> so the Eternity arc ends with him like, like. So one, Aki saves him from getting stabbed because everyone is like, yeah, we need to kill Tenji so that we can appease the Eternity <laughs> Devil, and Aki saves him, which is like, whoa, okay, that's great. And then two, Tenji's like, all right, fuck it, I'll just go for it, and he just starts using his chainsaw, and that's where he learns mm-hmm. that he can drink blood. To gain power, so he's gonna drink the monster's blood to keep so, going. to keep going. Yeah. And so for three days straight, he just chainsaws this devil. Yeah. And the devil eventually is like, "Please fucking stop! <laughs> oh, it's like, just kill me! I can't do this anymore." And that's Denji's plan. I love that Denji's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna keep chainsawing him until I, I've created I've created a perpetual motion machine." <laughs> I'm going to win the Nobel Prize, which is something that Power suddenly decided she wanted to do. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to win the Nobel Peace Prize, and I'm also going to make this this demon die so hard that he just kills himself. Yeah. And fucking, lo and behold, three days later, the devil's like, please, just fucking end it. I can't. Uh. It was it almost, it honestly felt like... You know, kind of poetic, the, like, idea that, like, Denji ends up beating the Eternity Devil by, like, basically facing it with an eternity of pain. Like, I'm, you know, yeah. you exist forever, <laughs> I get that. I'm just gonna make that forever as shitty as possible until you just decide you want to <laughs> die. Like, it's, it's such a fucking smart thing, and, like, the I feel like a lesser manga would have, like, really made a point of it, like, whoa! Denji just fa- made the Eternity Devil have to choose between dying or an eternity of suffering because he's the Eternity Devil. You don't even think of like that's not <laughs> yeah, even yeah. something they say. It's up to you to the uh, the reader to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Denji Denji has a line. I'll make it kill itself, and that's his plan. Like that's his plan for like everything. He's just gonna brute force yeah. his way through every single problem that arises, uh-huh. and I love that. Absolutely, I love that so much. And I would say, like, it seems simple, but he has the, like, Wolverine thing where he still feels pain. Oh, yeah. And so, like, mm-hmm. when the chainsaws come out and he's, like, in this fight, I'm assuming he's feeling every every bit, of, like, every, like, uh, bit on the chainsaw, like, burning through his flesh, like, going yeah. around and around. And, like, so, like, it wasn't just a, a simple brute force either, like. Yeah, well, he doesn't seem too bothered by the chainsaw no, part. Right, but, like, he has mentioned, like, he feels the pain of it, so I'm assuming, like, he probably got used to it, but, mm-hmm. like, he's definitely, like, that's, like, a price he, like, knows about and, like, has to pay. Yeah, yeah. One, especially once he learns he can drink the blood, he's, like, he's set, you know? Yeah, like, he's okay with, like, I'll endure this if it gets me what I need. Mm-hmm. Right. Um... Okay, so this this arc ends with there's the drinking party where Jimeno is like, "Hey, I owe you a kiss." She gets way too drunk and she barfs in his mouth. <laughs> 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 it was that was an interesting like uh, two or three issues because like I had to stop and like screenshot and like look what I'm reading, guys. Send it to my send it to my friends because it was just like I wasn't expecting it. And I, there's a lot of barf in this manga. There is, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, Which, I mean, it's not 
untrue, right? A drinking night with friends, like someone's throwing up. Oh, sure. Yeah, I've thrown up a number of times. I've never thrown up in somebody's mouth, though. That's a real bummer. Yeah, that's... Well, it's like, (laughs) there's a part where, like, the guy uh, who's... I think his name is Arai, is like, hey, I'm kind of jealous that you're able to deal with these fucking devils. And Denji's like... Yeah, are you jealous of the fact that I just got my first kiss <laughs> and she threw up in my mouth? <laughs> Fuck off, dude. <laughs> hard times. Hard times and bad breaks for yeah. Denji. Yeah, yeah, hard times. But, you know, uh, I think... Uh, what, we got Makima shows up. She probably does something. I don't really remember. Yeah. There, but there's one last thing in the Eternity Devil arc that I wrote down. They are... It might have been at the beginning, too, but they show Aki retrieving one of the bullets or the shells yeah and it, it seemed like a very clear Kyo reference of oh, the, the fish? mechanical fish there's the, there's a ah. fish with those legs coming yeah. out of it and it's got bubbles because yeah. farts are a weird part of gear <laughs> yeah yeah and i had to, i had to note that down on my second read through i'm like I know this. I wasn't going to write it down because I wasn't sure if it would come up, but absolutely, 100%, that's a Gyo reference. And if it's not a Gyo reference, I don't know what the fuck happened. I didn't there. think about that, but yeah. Shit, good catch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's probably just him, you know, like, kind of like giving respect. Because I'm sure it'd be interesting to know who his like, influences right. were. But I know literally nothing about this author. Other than he has another thing called Fire Punch. Which is, it's, it's like... it's too, It sounds too edgy for it's, me. It's super... Or de- su- too dark It's me, super dark, say. super depressing. It's like it's like Chainsaw Man without any of the like, happy bits. It's oh, like, good. Here's, good. Wonderful. Here's this like, <laughs> Snowpiercer-like universe. And then just the worst things will keep happening. And that's Fire Punch. And I'm not super far in, but that's what I've got so far. It's like... A very depressing Snowpiercer. Mm, I'm not ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's move to mar- arc four of eight. Katana, Katana Man. Katana Man. Um, oh, God, I love this manga. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned that before. <laughs> <laughs> you should You should one more time just for, you know, just make sure the viewers at home get it. Hey, listen, if you've made it to this point, I fucking love Chainsaw Man! <laughs> uh... So the Katana Man arc, uh, the synopsis is a sudden assault on Division 4 leaves surviving members disoriented, confused, and thirsty for revenge. I, okay, I loved, I started reading Chainsaw Man because I I heard through some Twitter user that it was good. And it was like, oh, okay, I'll I'll, I'll read Chainsaw Man. And up to this point, I would have told anybody, you should read Chainsaw Man. It's really good. The Katana Man arc, yeah. this is where I'm like, no, you you shouldn't read Chainsaw Man. You must read Chainsaw Man. <laughs> it is so good. When everybody starts fucking dying, holy shit, it goes to a whole other level. Yeah, yeah. It, like, it, you, like, you just learn how cool Jimeno is, and then Jimeno's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna fucking die. Rest in peace, yeah. Jimeno. She was, she was so and, good. Seriously. And she and she sacrifices herself to the ghost devil to like save Aki or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! She yeah. just turns to clothes. Yeah, yeah. She, she gives just up completely her, disappears. Her whole body and like I'm assuming like a short contract or some type of like final something. payment. Yeah. And which which later comes and kind of pays off, but like it was it was big to see that. Like yeah. She's on death's door. It gives up her body. We learn like a little bit more about like 
the intricacies of some of the curses or mm-hmm. contracts with um, Aki's nail. Yeah, Aki uh, nails the k- katana man yeah. several times, who's a man who's full of katanas. He sure is. Right. And he kills him in one of the greatest art moments of that entire manga. Yeah. And then uh, Salvatore resurrects him. Yeah. Because if she can do that. Because Katana Man is like Chainsaw Man, it right. seems. Yeah, because yeah, uh, so Katana Man was another one that was bitten by, this time by Fox Devil, and he mentions, like, you're not a human nor devil. Mm. And it's, like, gross. And, like, yeah, spits, spits him, him out, out or yeah. whatever. And so, like, yeah, he's the second one so far that, like Denji, has been specified as not human or devil. Well, and there's an interesting thing, because in in the manga, you have, like, Spider Devil... You have Blood Fiend, and then you've got regular people. Mm. And then you have Chainsaw Man. You have Katana Man. Yeah. You know, you have these people who are Thing Man. So there, there's something there's something there. I think the name Chainsaw Man is purposeful. I think Yeah, it might be. Yeah. yeah, I think so, because like with with uh Fiend per se, it seems as though um I, I mean maybe we're I'm getting ahead of myself here, but like uh the gun fiend who shows up later is like a person having been killed by the gun devil who then possesses them. So it's like, right. it's a difference. Uh, I guess the difference there is like a devil kills a person and then takes over them. That's a fiend. Like they're sort of a, a minion per se. And then, uh, but like something like the chainsaw man or the katana man seems like more than a contract, like a devil and a person like fusing together to make one entity. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like voluntary on both parts. And it's neat that there's that yeah. nomenclature to like delineate the two. You know what I mean? Again, there's mm-hmm. like a very clear set of rules, you know, that, that this manga like always follows. And even if it gets like yeah. crazy and wacky and stuff like that, like you know that it's following these rules at all times. Yeah. And as, as you were saying that, like that, it like sparked something in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, like the fiend is a, a devil that takes over a dead body. Mm-hmm. So whatever... Chainsaw Man and Katana Man is is the a mutual absorption of the two. Like mm-hmm. you're both human and devil at the same time, yeah. and maybe they never gave us a name for it. But that's the big difference: is the the human soul or the human part of it is still alive. Yeah, but they're in one body. Yeah, yeah. And and you know we don't... And, and we see a few of these type of X Man characters. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's the and not Katana all Man like and the Bomb and... Girl. There's yeah. there's bomb and there's also uh, I don't know she's Quan Chi but she has some kind of like dagger woman powers wait yeah because Quan- she turns into her own character wait yeah I don't know if she was ever tasted because I thought Quan Chi was a, a a known person in lore but I don't I don't know for sure. Yeah, she. I mean, that's that's a whole other arc. That's a whole other yeah, thing. Quan Chi is Quan Chi great, has, by the way. Yeah. yeah, and Quan Chi has her own fucking harem thing. Yeah, <laughs> but like she looks she looks similar to Katana Man and Chainsaw Man. Yeah, in terms of her abilities, in terms of the way she looks, and things like that. I she think... she is a person transforming into another thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I think she I think she might have just had extreme contracts cuz I think there was mentioned that she used to work with another character that comes up later. Mm. Um oh shit, was Kishibe, I think is his name. I don't remember. Or Nishibe. Nishibe. He's like the like stoic stoic like 
He's not the master guy. Is he the one who yeah, looks like Mads Mikkelsen a little bit? <laughs> he does, yeah, doesn't he? I think you're. I think. I, th- I think we're referring to the same yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He. Well, but her. Because they used to work. I believe together. that they mentioned that Quan Chi was the first devil hunter, and that's how she was a devil right. hunter. Was that she had these fights? She could just throw a fucking billion daggers at something. Yeah. You know? But I wonder if she's a devil or a hybrid or just like she had just the coolest contract. I I think she's like Chainsaw Man, but I could be wrong. Uh, maybe. And she yeah, she could be like the first of that kind too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Because she definitely that sparked a whole thing. It's only now that we're saying it out loud, Quan Chi, that like I'm thinking about like that name sounds almost just like Quan Chi, like C H I, like the the Mortal Kombat character, and it's throwing me off so hard uh, every time someone says it. <laughs> and- it absolutely could be Quan Chi versus Quan Shi. Uh, I think I think I, she I, I is assume... like X I that that is pronounced she, not not yeah. C Chi. Because her her character is Chinese. Yeah. I think so I think there's there's a pronunciation there that I'm gonna fucking struggle with. I can't <laughs> even hang it when they take Japanese words and turn them <laughs> try to turn them into English. Uh, <laughs> now I'm not gonna profess to be any sort of expert, but I you know from what I've learned. X-I <laughs> is pronounced she, like S-H-I. Uh, yeah. Q-I okay. is pronounced chi, like C-H-I. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna believe you on that one. And again, this is coming from the guy who pronounced Azokin in the Keep Your Hands Off Azokin episode wrong. Oh, Azokin. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there we go. We, we, we see where I stand. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you had taken a couple of Nihongo classes in college, we wouldn't have this. <laughs> Um, Okay, so the Katana Man arc is fucking excellent. So Um, good. I I love... um, Because this is where he gets his ass kicked by Katana Man and has to work with the Mads Mikkelsen sensei. Did you say his name earlier? I missed his name. Yeah, it's Kishibe. Kishibe. Okay, I missed his fucking name. He's such an interesting character throughout this thing because yeah. he's the only character who who you encounter in the story up to this point who's like, no, I don't trust Makima. Yeah, like, and, and initially I don't think he said too much against her. It took a scene or two, and then we like finally got his name. Even like, yeah, we didn't get his name right because he's just either. assigned to to teach power so and uh, Chainsaw Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denji. His conversation with. Quan Chi, I think, was the first time where it might have been like, oh, he's actually not fully with yeah. Makima, and then that gives us the whole, like, why is there someone not with Makima? Like, yeah. Why would anyone not love Makima? She's great. Yeah, like, Makima seems fine. Like, she seems the most controlling in Chapter 2. At this point, we're on Chapter 22 at the earliest, yeah. so it's like, she seems controlling, but okay, maybe she's a bit weird. But, yeah, and this arc too shows her powers in a weird way and I say weird like because I don't think she reuses that because she's on her way to Kyoto I think yeah something like that yeah right and then the arcs you know starts in like uh, Himeno like you know dies and they're 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 eating whatever and yeah rest in peace they're trying to take yeah rest in peace oh Himeno they're trying to take Denji away and they have the fight with Katana and then from Kyoto, which is like from San Francisco to LA, like a, a good distance away, she's able to. She winds. She she gets uh, convicts together. Yeah, they're blindfolded, 
and then because I guess they don't want the convicts to see her because of her like rank or whatever Mm -hmm. but then she has them say the name of the person that she wants to just get obliterated and that and that part's so fucking great where they're like I thought we killed Makima no she's back and Makima just starts crushing people just like say their name uh okay Michael Stevenson or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that person blows up. Yeah, and I think the convicts had to give up their life to do that. Yeah. They did. But yeah. but it's 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 interesting with that part because like in that in that moment where she's talking about their name, it's like, oh, they must just be saying the name because they were told to or something. But she's the control devil. Yeah. She can say, like, hey, say this, and the other person will say it. Yeah. You know, they don't have control over what they say. Right. And and then I don't think we see her use this again necessarily. So like whose power did she control to be able to do this long range like death note <laughs> style like yeah. right say name. She she's got some kind of power because like she has the power to crush people and she also has the power to shoot people. Yeah. And and I wonder if if her power is just control. But she has controlled someone who had those powers. I yeah, yeah. and I think, and then maybe they didn't show it to us yet. I think that mm. it seems like because she does yet yeah, totally have the ability to like use the powers of basically anyone she's killed. It seems, but um, yeah, the Death Note power. I don't think that I, I as I recall that wasn't shown uh, to belong to anybody else. I think that is a part of her like thing. Is basically right. she has control of like anything so long as she pay, pays the price. Like she can basically death note anybody so long as she you know kills somebody else to pay for that or or like later on we see like she gets you know say beheaded and then she can recover from that so long as someone else gets beheaded in her place yeah 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 and it's (laughs) they never really like fully explain all of her powers or anything either so it's like most of this is just like speculation which is I think it's fun yeah I I agree I I agree 100% I don't. I don't need everything in Chainsaw Man to be explained yeah. to enjoy Chainsaw Man. No. Yeah, and they definitely with especially with Makima. They, that's how they play her. It's like here's tidbits. Like you get to see the reaction, but never fully the cause. Yeah, you don't know the root cause of like how she does stuff. It just you get to see her fucking around. <laughs> like yeah, no, she she is she, and that's the thing that's interesting because I love this part too because in a later part she's shown to be incredibly powerful. But this is a very early moment of like, holy shit. She says somebody's name, bam. Yeah. All these people who just like fucked up every character you care about. Yeah. These people are like, oh, Makima's alive. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm exploding right now. Yeah. There's a character who is like relaying information and his character in the panel is being crushed <laughs> in that moment. Yeah. It's so good. It was good. And then to end the arc, Katana Man and Chainsaw Man fight again. And Chainsaw Man kills him in a way that I fucking love. Where it's like, his arms get chopped off, he saves a person, and then he uses his foot, because he you know, he can use that now. Yeah. And he chops, and Ch- Katana Man's like, you fucking suck, whatever. And then he's like, nah, think about it a little bit. And then Katana Man has been cut in half. Yeah. So <laughs> good. Um, It's so good. He gets cut in half. They the, He pulls off the Katana arm, Binds Katana Man back together. Aki shows up. And he's like, um, "Hey, it's it, we're gonna have a tournament right now, and the tournament is 
who can make this man yell the loudest? And Aki's like, that's not going to save Himeno. And then he thinks about it for a second. And he's like, what do I win? And then they proceed to kick this man in the nuts <laughs> as hard as they can. Yes. yes. I, I I enjoyed that payoff, like having reread it. That <laughs> yeah. That really yeah. feels like, like a payoff of not only like, you know, what we learned earlier about Denji, how he only goes for the nuts, but like yeah. that that sort of like it, it felt almost like it was cementing his and, and Aki's friendship. Like, you know, yeah. we used yeah. to hate each other, but now we can bond over just kicking this dude in the balls as viciously as possible with the intent of making him yell the loudest yeah it's just great yeah i i enjoy it it's incredible it's so good <laughs> when, when they get to be bros i mean yeah, yeah because that's that's the whole thing that this whole like first like six arcs are moving for is like power aki chain uh denji are like they none of them like each other and then across like six arcs they grow to become a family yeah yeah and i love it yeah and it, and this is the biggest moment for aki and chainsaw man yeah is like um <laughs> let's just kick him in the nuts as hard as we can because fuck this guy he killed him that panel is just yeah. so good like of them just like gleefully kicking this dude is like <laughs> yeah. maybe my favorite panel in the entire series before we before we leave this arc though um when Makima was killed on the train on her way to Kyoto, mm-hmm. at some point she comes back and she meets up with someone else in the division and mm-hmm. she mentions that she wasn't shot. Yeah. And it's like, that was she like, almost got shot. Yeah. She says. And it's like, we clearly saw her get shot, mm-hmm. but she's reporting that she didn't. So it's like, that kind of like plants the idea of like, you don't really know much about her or like what side she's on or like, yeah, having reread it, it was a it was a glaring call out yeah. to me. But my first time reading it, I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I well, and when I fucking uh, when I read it for the first time, I was like, wow, Hemeno and Makima are dead. Like, wow, I can't believe this manga yeah. just killed both those characters. Mm-hmm. And when uh, Makima is fine, it's like, oh, hold on, yeah, what something's going on here. at that and point. My first reading was like, oh, you go ahead, Tim. I was just thinking, like, we didn't know her powers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not that we had to question her. Alignment. Not even close. Yeah. At that point, I was I was kind of like, oh, okay, so Makima's fine. That means Himeno's fine, too, right? Like, she's going to come back because, oh, I mean, no. we couldn't just kill off such a great character like that, could we? Right? Right? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. guess I guess Himeno's when we learn that um, Fujimoto doesn't fuck around. Yeah. No, absolutely. He'll kill like, anybody anytime. Yeah, like, and you think like, oh, maybe she was brought in. We ha- we know her name. We are getting used to her character. It's like, no, no like no. I will kill anyone you enjoy. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about arc five. Uh, everybody good? Yeah, I'm I'm all set. Okay, so arc five um, is the bomb girl arc, which I oh, it's such a good arc. Uh, like all arcs, is a good arc. Uh, Denji encounters a romantic interest who turns out to be more ex- turns out to have more of an explosive side than he ex- anticipated. Yeah. Oh, so okay. Good. I I would want to call it, this is my favorite art. Oh, this is your favorite art. You're yeah. throwing it out there. Okay. Yeah, I want to throw it out there, and that's partially because Rize or Rez. Uh, I read Rez, but yeah. Re- I'm, I'm, I didn't know if it, I'm pretty R- sure R- it's Rez. Oh wait, oh wait, Rez. Reze. It could be yeah, Reze. Wait. 
Reze. Reze? Yeah. Let's say Reze. Are, okay, I'll uh, go with Reze. Watch me fuck it up in 10 minutes, but okay. Well, I didn't know if it was like a play on Rays, like you can... Uh, like you raise a town and you destroy it or whatever? If I'm reading the but Katakana correct, correctly, it's Reze. Reze, okay. Reze. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um... She is uh, uh, my like waifu of the series, or like the one I <laughs> wow, the one I enjoyed the most. Her over Makima, which... I don't know. Yeah, her well, over uh, Power. I don't know <laughs> who's my. I don't know who my waifu is. I, I would say Power is a close second, but <laughs> Rize was like my number one. Uh, I didn't care as much about Makima, like especially like later on. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Rize, like her powers and stuff, like I, I enjoyed. But yeah, like, this arc I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it. Like even if it wasn't overly positive at the end, but with with her, but no, absolutely, it it is the most like positive thing to happen to Denji, where it's like you have this character who is uh, like interested in him. Yeah. He's interested in her, and he's got these conflicted feelings yeah. because he's also into Makima. But it's like. Oh man! Like, how does how does he reconcile those things? But also, this girl is just nice to him. He has a he has a line. Uh, I like people who like me. Yeah, and it's like that's very emblematic of Denji. You know? Yeah, and, and she showed up like right after the date too with Makima. I think. Yeah, yeah, because they they go on that movie date. Yeah, and I'm gonna bring up that movie date later. So thank you for yeah. saying movie date. Um, yes, Denji and Makima go on a movie date. Couple chapters later, he meets Reese. It's like the start of the next chapter, I think. For Reese, like, it, it's like raining, and he's like running home or whatever. She shows up. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's this wonderful part where he's like, "I'm doing really well. I'm gonna donate to charity." And the person's like, "Thank you for donating to charity. Here's this flower." He's like, "Yes, thank you." And he eats the flower. <laughs> and the person who gave him the flower looks at him like, "The." F- fuck just happened yeah. what and then later he regurgitates the flower to uh rize yeah so but it, it was nice too, like seeing her cause him to question things like mm-hmm. a little bit like what don't you want to learn like she's seemingly going to school when they, at least they first meet seemingly going to school right well, and there's the part where they end up at school yeah and, and she, she teaches him just dumb bullshit right and it's like you learn at the end that she never went to school either. Right, yeah. And so obviously she only taught him how to do one plus one and read the word big ass. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was nice to see them connect over that. Like, yeah. he's learning kind of friendship and family and now he's learning, like, oh, school's kind of important. Or like, I kind of, like, it gives him a little desire of like, this like, hu- like this human thing that like we all experience, but yeah, from his position at the beginning of the story, it's like, no, he would, ne- would have never... It, it, it's cute too because yeah he's showing up at the restaurant every day yeah. and stuff like that yeah like that's that's just how like when you like somebody you kind of go a little overboard sometimes you know yeah and then she's the third I guess now person who's a human and devil at the same time and yeah there's something going on with her yeah yeah and, and then she's like very much forced into that when yeah. you learn about her backstory as far as like being from she was like a Russian tool? Something right? like, like that. Was... Soviet tool. Soviet, because yeah, yeah. Soviets still exist at this time. <laughs> right, right, right. Street Fighter 2 all over Somehow. again. Somehow. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting because this manga takes place in 1997 and yeah. the Soviet Union fell in like 1993. Yeah, something like that. And 
something like that. So it's it's there's something going on in the reality of that world that has allowed the Soviet Union to uh, to exist longer. Well, they do mention something later on that I don't know if that would cascade it, but things that Chainsaw Man eats goes away, and there's yeah. one specific thing that went away. The no- you're talking about the Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. The Nazis if anything, have allowed the Soviet Union to expand rather than right. retract like they did. Like Afghanistan, like if Chainsaw Man ate Afghanistan, that would save the Soviet Union. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah, I, I just wonder. I don't think he did that, but. Yeah, like if that was something that Fujimoto thought of, like maybe Soviets would maybe. extend if no one feared. Would there be a, an Afghanistan like, devil? It's like they're they're absolutely for the Soviets, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, uh. well, it's it, one of the reasons why the the Allies pushed through like Italy and things like that was to fight so the Soviet Union's push through Germany, like Soviet Union's fighting the Nazis, like after Stalingrad, where they got their footing, they could have they could have like where they controlled only like East Germany, they could have controlled all of Germany very easily. So I don't know why the Soviet Union still exists in Chainsaw Man. Yeah, but Unless I'm was, into it. It might have been like a holdout experiment type thing. Because mm-hmm. they mentioned like she was from a bunker or building or whatever, where they forced children to be in this lifestyle and then right. use them as weapons. Or whatever. Yeah, because the Soviets definitely aren't good guys yeah. in the Chainsaw Man universe. Yeah, but like she was like on the other edge. But he's. I mean, he doesn't know it yet, but he's being used. Yeah. So is like when you finish the story, look back on it. Like that's like one reason why I like her is like she's like in his shoes, just for a different country. Yeah. Yeah. And so I like, I'm assuming she would have more of a story to her or whatnot, and that and like her powers are really cool. And when oh, she transformed, I'm like, what is this bomb alien thing? <laughs> like, oh my god! It looked like a xenomorph, but with like this weird bomb head. Like a well, there's head. that beautiful... The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to... I don't want to uh, cut Bakri out of it. Bakri, what do you think of this part? Uh, I really liked it. Uh, in in terms of, like, which, which arc is my favorite, I go, like, wildly back and forth between Eternity Devil, <laughs> Katana Man, International Assassins, and Gun Devil. So this one... And Control Devil. Oh, wow. So I read con- every part. Right. <laughs> Basically every part besides this one and the first two. Uh, but this one's really good still. It's... Uh, yeah. I really like the whole like love interest aspect for Denji. I thought that was a really cool character foil for him and also just like a really cool way to move the plot forward. I thought she was a really yeah, cool yeah. like, you know, heel turn kind of villain. Um, yeah, it's a... Well, and the fact that she... Ne- yeah, that she never really seems to care about it. Yeah. Like, at the end, he's like, you saved me. You didn't have to do that. And you, you're thinking, like, oh, maybe she does care about him. And she breaks his fucking neck. Totally. Yeah. And I wonder if she wanted... She realized that she had to be the villain. Like, maybe she did care for him, but, like, she had to be the villain in his eyes or else he wouldn't move on in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she had to be the whatever that Batman line is. Well, but then she proceeds to just get killed by Makima. So, <sighs> yeah. Ugh. That was a bummer to me. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Because uh, they, they were going to go meet up back at the shop, right? The, like, coffee shop or whatever. And then Makima stops her. Makima, yeah. And then we see Makima do something completely different with powers. It's like, what the fuck can Makima do? Like, at this point, like, it's hard to pin down what she can do because of how she, like, 
trapped Rize with like having morphed from a bunch of rats. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's the thing about Makima's power, like the other primordial, as they call them, devils, is like, what can they do? Uh, fucking everything. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, but uh, at, at this point in the story, like we didn't really know yeah. her as control. Right. Like, you, so, you don't. You don't know that for a number of chapters. Yeah. Like, yeah. So at this point, I was just like, "What the fuck is Makima? Like, I don't know if I should trust her." Like, I... right. Well, and and chapter two of the manga should sell you off of trusting Makima. Yeah. And then every other chapter is trying to make you like Makima. Yeah. And then we see Makima through Denji's eyes. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, she's yeah, okay. She seems okay. And it does a great job of that. Might I add? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, even though Makima is like a reprehensible person like every time she's on you know on the page i'm like oh, i really like this character though i hope she's not bad even though like every single <laughs> every single sign points towards like yeah yeah she's like the main villain of this thing like even 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 at the end i was like oh well i sure hope makima gets a redemption arc because i really like makima <laughs> yeah well it, it, it's a good example of how like abusive relationships work oh, yeah. where it's like you have this character who is absolutely into this person who is 100% when you look at it from the outside and you know all the details absolutely fucking this person yeah. over. Yeah. And that's But you don't know it when you're in it. Yeah, and that might be a grand concept for this cuz all the women like Denji meets that he kind of enjoys or likes it's like they all mm-hmm. kind of like try to kill him or beat the shit out of him. It's like yep. I I wonder what Fujimoto's saying, I guess. There there's yeah. I I think Makima is is his big thing. Yeah. But, there's there's something to be said there. Um, I so okay. This arc to to move on. I love how powerful Bomb Girl is. I love okay. There's my my favorite part of this manga is when like Beam the Shark Fiend is talking about how Chainsaw Man used his powers in hell. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he would like hook from building to building, and and Denji's like, yeah, yeah. I can do all these things. Yeah, I can do all these things. And Beam's like, yes, yes, you can. We can do all these things. We can do all these things. And then Beam is just like, and then Chainsaw Man's like, I'm going to ride you like a horse. And Beam's like, this isn't what I had in mind. <laughs> like, Beam talks about all of these powers that Chainsaw Man has that Chainsaw Man doesn't use. <laughs> yeah. Can I also say, he, Beam he, is he, a fantastic he, character. I, I love yeah, Beam, Shark Beam Devil. Beam is great. Beam's like best boy. He is best boy. Beam, Absolutely. Beam's great. Best friend. I, I, what I like about Beam is that prior to meeting Chainsaw Man, everybody talks about him like, like no, he he just went into a violent fit if you tried to talk to him. There was no use trying to deal with this guy until Denji showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he worships Denji. And I, I love that. Yeah. And the two of them make a wonderful pair as they kill the typhoon demon. Yeah. And he's, they just ride into the, the typhoon demon's like, I'm going to fucking crush you. He's like, no, I'm fucking in you. I'm just going to flail my arms around like an idiot, which is the opposite of what um, Beam said to do. Don't flail your arms around. Use your powers well. And he just rides Beam and fucking chainsaws the type, chainsaws the typhoon to death. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was great. It was yeah. Those those few panels were were great to see him ride beam and that whole mm-hmm. fight is, is unnecessarily. It yeah. was wonderful. Yeah, I I love I love um, the bomb girl arc. Um, it's really 
the fucking ending of it was so sad where yeah. he shows up at the cafe and the cafe yeah. owner's like, no, nah, you got to leave, dude. It's the end of yeah. the thing. And Power shows up and is like, I smelled you on your way here. Yeah, and then like tries to take the flowers. <laughs> tries to, yeah, and and uh, Denji just proceeds to eat the flowers instead. It's, at this point also, this is where I think Power is mistrusting of Makima and wants to be with Denji. Yeah. Like, she trusts Denji. She does not trust Makima. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we wrap up the Bomb Girl arc, and we go to... I'm going to check my notes real quick. The International Assassin's Arc. The International Assassin's Arc... This is my favorite. I, I love the international assassin. I think I gotta. Ooh. I gotta make a decision. I think this is my favorite one too. Because not only are the international assassins raw as fuck, but also uh, the darkness devil or whatever. Yeah, the darkness devil. Oh my uh, god! With the astronauts and everything, just that, so good. Oh. It's so good. This is where it really starts getting fucky. Let's talk about Hell real quick, which happens halfway through this arc. Oh my god. This is where the manga is like, oh, it has good arc art direction to like, holy shit, this is the coolest thing I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Yeah. Like when the astronauts are like praying to their lower torsos, I was like, fuck me, <laughs> this is so good. And like every other character in Hell becomes literally disarmed. Like their arms fly off of themselves yep. as the yeah. devil uh as the darkness devil shows up yeah and apparently i i don't see it as much but i i've read a few reddits so like he spells out makima with the limbs. oh really oh if, if you read if you try to read like the negative space of it and a bit of the lines that it would create mm-hmm. one of the one of the cool things i i don't know how you you deal with that. But one of the cool things I love is that when the characters are losing their arms, their arms form the panels of that that page that he shows up yeah. in. And I think that's incredible. And like everybody is trying to kill the darkness devil and they fucking can't. Yeah. Like, like people like there's the violence fiend and he's like he wears a mask that emits poison so that it weakens him. And he's like, take off my mask. He goes full strength. He's ready to fight the darkness devil and he gets annihilated. <laughs> yeah. And he, he was revered as like, never take off my mask. Like he's yep. way too strong. Cause he's very powerful. Yeah. yeah. And he's one of the few devil men or fiends that retained most of their heart, even though yep. he's, he had a dead body. Great guy. Until the part where he fucking got annihilated yeah. by the darkness devil. Yeah. yeah. And then, they mentioned too right before darkness shows up and they kind of set the tone of like what devils in hell are like and they, they mentioned like some of these devils never left hell meaning they've mm-hmm. never died yeah they could not be killed because that's that's where there's an interesting like reciprocal thing where it's like if if you're a devil and you die you go to earth and if you're an, on earth and you die you go back to hell yeah. and that's what makes chainsaw man interesting is that if you, he eats you you, just you disappear. disappear. You stop doing this cycle where you go from hell to earth and earth to hell and hell to earth and vice versa. You disappear. You no longer exist. I, that's that is true death for the devils. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking. It's like maybe that's the like hell or heaven that they seek. You know, like they Makima seemed into it. Yeah, like yeah. they're <laughs> just done with that reciprocal lifestyle or that cyclical lifestyle. And they just want like, no, nah, I want to be gone. Yeah. Or 
they're like, if we deal with Chainsaw Man, we can't die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, okay, this arc's incredible. So there's four assassins that he has to deal yeah. with. There's the three brothers who are from like the south or something. Uh -huh. yeah. And they they deal with the skin devil who can replace them. And the three of them believe they're immortal and they quickly learn that they are not <laughs> immortal. Um, there is uh, Quan Chi and her four fiends yeah. uh, who are from China and they had, oh her man. Her fiends are great. Her fiends are incredible. Uh, and Quan Chi is incredible too. Absolutely. Uh, we'll deal. Well, um, so I'm trying to remember. Oh, there's. Uh, you have the Doll Devil, and you have who's who's the fourth assassin that I'm trying to remember. Oh, it's to Tolka, and the girl that he calls like Master. Yes. There's so there's Tolka. Oh, and there's Santa Claus. Right. Who is this German devil who you think is the worst guy because he's like. I'm gonna adopt four children. Three of them are for sacrifices. One of them is for pleasure. <laughs> Fuck! Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Super yeah. dark. Yeah, yeah, that was super dark. dark. And 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 those are the people who are trying to kill Denji because basically the the arc goes: you they need to get rid of Denji being under the control of Makima. Right or Japan, I think. Right, because it was like put on on the news, and then these yeah. countries had their assassins or whatever. But but those countries are looking at Makima controls that yeah. person. We need to weaken Makima if we can. Yeah. Yeah. But those 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 four assassins are incredible. And and the part that is uh frustrating to me rereading it is that so episode 59 or ch episode chapter 59 is not on the Shonen Jump app. It is online read only for some reason. And the only reason that it is, is that uh, there there is a part where you explicitly show Quan Chi and her four fiends kind of having sex. Yeah, I, I reread it. I'm like, I didn't see anything in here that would get this thing delisted in any way. And I thought, I thought maybe that was like a fan-made photo. Yeah. It, it, using the app I read it in. And it just didn't phase me because the rest of this manga has showed so much brutality because and well and there's not just brutality but there's also sexuality where there's the part where he doesn't know whether to choose between Re, uh, Rize or Makima and you see uh, oh, yeah. Angel you see uh, Power you see so many characters in their underwear yeah. in that part Rize and I guess it's just the fact that the other characters aren't in their underwear yeah well they showed I Reze naked in the pool i think when they yeah. were swimming oh, yeah. they did yeah so and like why was this scene why was this scene and i'm i'm really trying to piece it together it's it's a bit of a stretch i yeah. think and hey this is Stu coming at you from the future um so not sure how i missed this but the reason it was likely censored is because the characters are definitely having sex in the image um little embarrassing not to realize that until right before we're about to post the podcast but uh yeah just wanted to let everybody know i'm still going to leave in what we said here i think it still applies but just wanted to let you know yeah that's that's probably why it was online only uh, and it's, it's it's doubly funny because like for me i didn't even realize i skipped a chapter so it's it, it goes, I went from chapter 58 to 60, and it's basically Santa Claus, T 
touches a person, that person touches other people, and those people all turn into dolls yep. who are under his control. And the chapter 60 starts with those dolls running to fight something. But chapter 59 deals with um, where are the four assassins in relation to Denji? Right. And like, how are they, and how do the dolls interact with the fiends and things like that? And how do, there's so much that happens in 59 that is so fucking annoying that it's not on the Shonen Jump app. There are characters who die who have been in previous chapters. And it's a we it's a weird chapter to censor. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't doesn't stick well with me. Yeah, not for that one one panel. Um, but the rest of the arc I, I like. I think the international assassins are incredible. This arc is my favorite because so at the end you reveal who Santa Claus is, and she's like this doll person, and she's like, I'm gonna defeat so they go through hell. Yeah. And the doll devil is like I want a piece of flesh from the darkness devil. She eats it. She is indestructible during darkness. And then <laughs> how does Chainsaw Man deal with that? I'm going to light myself on fire with gasoline and I'm going to fight you with the power of light. And he keeps talking about the power of light, even though all he did was light himself on fire. I mean, it, it creates yeah. a good amount of light. You know, he's not wrong per se. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although more intense light would be more intense shadow, but <laughs> it, it doesn't oh it dude, worked. This this is my this this is so this is my favorite arc. This is my favorite moment in the manga where he just lights himself on fire and he's like, This is how I'm gonna deal. And he keeps talking about like, I'm gonna defeat you with the power of light. All you did was light yourself on fire. Ah Denji. Yeah. Yeah, it, it I was, love it. It was a really good arc, um, and and the the Toka and his master too. Like his master, that girl, I believe, was the um, the doll demon or Santa. Like, because she was the granddaughter of the previous or pre- previous Santa, and she was training that guy to be the perfect doll so that he can take on the new Santa. Is how I read it. Yeah, that that whole sequence between who is Santa Claus is confusing. very confusing. Very confusing, but yeah. I think I think she was the granddaughter mm-hmm. trying to find a new host for to be the next Santa. The old man was a, a doll, even though he had incredible power. Right. So I think she was the main power because she's mm-hmm. the one who. She's Santa Claus. Makima refers to her as Santa yeah. Claus. Yeah, she took the flesh and turned into the giant thing. But like, it's such an intricate, like, character and, and stuff. It was, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Also, like seeing Santa as a demon or a fiend or whatever. Like, well, I loved that. I loved the fight between Quan Chi and um, the their master sensei guy, whose name I can't remember. But the, the yeah. guy, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... There's so many good fights in this arc. Yeah, a lot of good fights. Like, Quan Chi showing up to that fight location where she killed, like, hundreds of people or whatever it seemed like. Yeah. Like, that was such... Oh, where she just decapitates everybody (laughs) and you don't realize what's happening. Ah! That was was a really... (laughs) So cool. Really done... Really well done, like, art, too. Mm. Because you see her, like, as a blurred motion and then she stops... And you kind of guess what would happen, but yeah. when you see the head split mm-hmm. and they show you everyone, it's like, oh, it was good. So good. So good. A lot of good, yeah, a lot of good fights. A lot of, I feel like a lot of people died in that arc. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I agree. Especially against the Darkness Devil. Yeah, a lot. I have, I have listed like four. Well, before we move on to the Gun Devil arc, uh, you got any thoughts, Bakri? Anything you want to add? Uh, I really like this arc. I think Quan Shi is extremely cool. I also thought that part with the Gun Devil, or not the Gun Devil, the Darkness Devil, and the astronauts was extremely cool. I, so cool. At this part, I was kind of like not... I mean, not like I wasn't having fun. I very much was. But, like, a lot of this kind of went over my head on a first read. And I'm, like, really interested to go back to it. Like, now that I know what I know, like, kind of revisit it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I love how fucky this arc gets. And it only gets fuckier from here. And that's sick. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Chainsaw yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's weird that a manga called Chainsaw Man is, like, cerebral. You wouldn't expect right? that. Like, yeah. You have to think about what happens. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so let's let's power through these next couple parts so that we don't uh, drag on too long. Um, okay, so chapter six, we got the Gun Devil arc, which is a short arc, but goddamn, does so much ha- happen in it. Yeah. Um, the gun. So the president of America. Uh, so you learn that the God, so much happens in this arc. So you learn that the Gun Devil has been defeated. But basically, the gun devil is like nuclear weapons. Like, whoever controls the most of him can summon him and do the most with him. Uh-huh. And so, and so the president of the United States says, please kill Makima. And they control the second most compared to the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union, I know, controls the most. Yeah. Of them. And um, so, yeah, he summons the gun devil, and the gun devil kills a shit ton of people and god damn is this part not heartbreaking because at, prior to this part it's all about Aki power Denji becoming the best of friends yeah. yeah you know this has been happening throughout this entire story but at this point Aki comes to Makima like please help me save them and she's like make a contract with me and he says yeah. okay I'll make a contract with you and it does not, it is not there to save them. Yeah, because he even wanted to pull them out of the mission completely. Yeah. And she, you know, playing chess with everybody is like, oh, well, they're coming then. Yeah. You yeah. can stay. And then, so he joins. Like, yeah. She's definitely controlling the scene. And, and like, he, he wanted to make a con, he, he said specifically, I'll make a contract with any devil as long as it saves Denji and power. Uh-huh. And. And at this point, he has less than two months to live, according to the Angel Devil. And then the Angel Devil remembers who Makima is and is powerless against her because you learn Makima is the control devil. She has, she is the fear of control embodied. Oh my fucking God. This, This is where the manga on the first read threw me for a loop. And I had a hard time figuring out what's going on. Rereading it. Oh my god, I love this part. Yeah. Yeah, the gun devil shows up to kill Makima, and that's not what goes down. Mm-hmm. Fucking nuts. Oof. Fucking nuts. Yeah, and well, and so the gun devil shows up. Uh she summons her weird meat halo. She gets shot in the face. Uh her, her whole deal is if she dies someone else in Japan dies instead, her meat halo pops out, and then the meat halo pops out above the gun devil and kills the gun devil. (laughs) 
Yeah. And that was like her 29th death, I think. 29th, yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, so she shows up, Gun Devil dies, he possesses the spirit of Aki, or Aki's corpse, and then Aki becomes the gun fiend. Ugh. Which the, the future demon is like, you're going to die the worst death. Yep. Um, and I want to see it. So <laughs> let's fucking do this. The future rules. I fucking love the future devil, but holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very sad seeing him fight Denji. Yeah. And it's the snowball thing again. It's his guilt over his, the death of his brother. Yeah. Made manifest against everybody else. And and it, it's doubly sad because Denji succeeds. And then Denji later feels like he could have done something different. He didn't have to kill Aki. He could have done something different. Maybe he could have. Yeah. He And maybe he could have. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll never know. But he, you know, he was worried that he would kill more people. And that that overrode his sense of like, how do I save Aki? You know, because he was killing, Aki was killing a shit ton of people prior to this. Oh, so yeah. many. Yeah. Yeah, and they they didn't do the thing where I feel like in other shonen, the protagonist might have been like, do whatever they can to save the person, even if they're doing something bad. Yeah. Like, he knew he had to do the bad thing to stop Aki. Or yeah. gun version of Aki. Well, and it's sad, too, because there's the part where, like, um, Poshida is like, don't open the door. Don't yeah. open the door. And he's like, I'm not going to open the Don't open the door. And then... Uh, like they don't immediately realize it's Aki either like uh, Power's like what do you mean Aki's at the door I smell Aki at the door and he opens the door eventually and he's like no there's no way that's Aki there's no way there's no way that what I'm doing is killing Aki and he's like well I smelled him at the door (laughs) it's so sad it's so sad and it's 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 incredible too because by the end he kills Aki and it's like the future devil is like, you died the worst death that I saw, and you think that that's the worst death for Aki, but he says you died the worst death that I saw for the chainsaw boy. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I didn't really think about oh, that fuck, either. Dude. It's like you know he was also counting on the suffering that Denji would incur having killed like his his bro. Yeah, yeah. damn, it's terrible. And it's heartbreaking. It's, it's so harsh. It's it's so yeah. It's, it's so heartbreaking. But and it it doesn't just stop there either. No, no, is, <laughs> no it doesn't. Because we go to the control devil arc. Yep. <laughs> Ulterior mo- motives come to light as a grieving Denji turns to Makima for comfort. Ah, uh, this is the saddest part in the whole fu- for me anyway this is the saddest part of the whole fucking thing the, the don't open oh, the door abs- bit I agree yeah. what you talking about with power yeah with power Ugh. oh dude okay when I, I this was my second time reading it and I, I texted you Tiff when power died like my, like he opens the door she's gotta have a cake it's fine she has the cake and, and Makima's like Pew! you're dead yeah. I I knew it was coming and it still hurt. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's, oh. This is after too. He's given control to Makima. 
Yeah. Right? Like, official control, it seemed like. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, officially become her dog. Yeah. He, he goes to her, and she's like, hey, you saved my life, so I'll give you a wish. And he says, I want to be a dog because I'm tired of thinking about things. And then she says, okay, well, open. I'm going to open that door. You open that door because I'm going to kill power. He's like, what are you talking about? No, there's no way. And then she kills power, and he's just, like, he's in shock. Yeah. Like, he's like, I, I don't have to make decisions, but also, no, there's no way that happened. Like, he said, like, I think I believe he has a line where he's like, no, this is a dream. That's not yeah. real. That's not, what you did didn't just happen. Yeah. That's, that's another bad event behind a door. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's, oh, like, yeah. two of the three. Pochita says, don't open the door. Yeah, and I think maybe... Aki and Power were the doors he was talking about, but there's also the door which like hid his memory of his father. Yes. Where yeah. he supposedly killed his father after he... like abuse and stuff. Well, because Makima even says, like, you're not a you're not a good person. You yeah. don't deserve redemption. Uh-huh. Like, sure, you killed your dad and he might have killed you, but you don't deserve happiness. If yeah. you raise a family i'll kill that family if you make friends i'll kill those friends like that's the only way i can figure out how to break your contract with pochita basically yeah with with chainsaw man is i have to make you never happy every time you think you're happy i'll kill it right and his contract was to live a normal life yeah to be happy to be of. happy uh, in a regular life yeah. which she broke because she uh, yeah so that's what up. she was aiming for and somehow she knew all that well <laughs> which is kind and, of crazy and then and then she says chainsaw man save me and he turns into super chainsaw man who's hyper buff has eight chainsaws and is ready to fuck up shit yeah that was yeah, that was insane. That, I mean, a bunch of more like good fights. I oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, seeing like full fledged chainsaw man flying around like as like I'm assuming close to his like prime devil form. Yeah, I, I, I that's what when he was when she refers to him fighting the four horsemen. Yeah. I think that's the form she's referring to. Yeah, there's there's even a part later when he finally he confronts her in the like final fight, mm-hmm. but he mentions like because like he he was thrown up into space. Or went up towards space, and he like rips out his heart and throws yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 when I re, when I reread it, and she's or he's talking to her, like I think he, he split himself. He split himself, absolutely. Which I didn't catch in the first reading. I thought he, I thought one of his selves would have like burnt up in the atmosphere. Yeah. Well, and that that part is weird. Like, yeah. I, I love the end of Chainsaw Man, but that part is, to me, the biggest stretch, where he's like, yeah. I'm going to use this power I've never even come close to talking about, Yeah, where I'm going to throw another me to the ground. Right, which I think it was his heart. So it was, like, yeah. hit, like his version of, like, him and Pucci, or mm-hmm. Pucci, Puchita. Puchita, whereas, like, the prime devil version of him continued to fight. It's kind of it's, like how I was. It's weird because yeah. it because Makima also feels like she has to defeat Devil Man a number because Makima's whole goal is that if she can defeat Devil Man, or Devil Man, <laughs> oh, Devil Man, anime. Uh, 
if she can defeat Chainsaw Man, she can control Chainsaw Man. And if she can control Chainsaw Man, she can control what to get rid of. Right. Right. And so she wants to get rid of hunger, famine, all these bad things. And she also, because she wants to be eating, get rid of control. Right. But these are, there's there's a lot going on there. Yeah. So. And that seems like a, that's something that everyone would want to get rid of all these bad things. And she was definitely the, how do I do that? She she and she's going about getting ready, getting rid of them in a very brute force yeah. kind of way. Like, listen, I'm an anarchist. Fuck people controlling you, but <laughs> you know the idea of like just immediately getting rid of everything is kind of dangerous. So, yeah, I I liked this chapter. I liked uh, the part where he fights her. I love. Love the part where Kobeni, the part that the character that yeah. we've not talked oh, about. Oh yeah, we haven't mentioned her thing. at all. Oh no, and she's so good. <laughs> and when she works for the family, the fucking burger, family burger. And, oh my god! And they all have their lines where they're like, "We'll add beef, cheese, lettuce," and they slowly are getting killed yeah. by Chainsaw Man, who wants to go on a date. Ah, so the first part can't be beef because beef its superstar is the kick and beef patties, dude. Mm. (laughs) I can't remember the part. It's like lettuce, tomato, cheese, buns, and then the superstar, the star of the show, a kick and beef patty, and then he like kills the lettuce guy, and then it's like, it's like tomato, (laughs) dead, like picture of a dead dude. Lettuce, beef, or buns, and then the beef patty, and like they keep doing that, and like he kills another guy, and it's like tomato, dead picture, dead picture, buns, and then kicking beef patty, and like they just keep doing that. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It, like I, I thought about all my nightmare moments at retail. And I was like, this is this is so good. That was a familial um, slap. Remember that next time. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah. Remember that familial slap. <laughs> uh. So good. And he just wanted to go on a date. Like he another just wanted like, to yeah. date. simple human pleasure that he he just keeps striding for different human pleasures. Like yeah. fairly simple ones, like mm-hmm. a hug, a kiss, a hamburger. Tits. A date. A ham- yeah. Yeah. Well, and I love it. He wants a bamburger <laughs> and he wants to Vance Vance Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so okay, let's we're we're going a little long here. Oh boy, yeah. Let's speed things up. Um, I love how this wraps up, where he he has fought Makima, he yeah. has proven to be a hero, and Makima is like, "You are too weak because everyone loves Chainsaw Man, and you need fear to be powerful." But you learn that like. It's the she's fighting the form he threw to the ground, yeah, and that that form is able to kick the shit out of every fucking person she's able to resurrect, and that when she thinks she's defeated Chainsaw Man, Denji shows up with an actual chainsaw with uh, Power's blood yeah. and kills him, and yeah. it's like the fact that Power had to sacrifice herself, the fact that Aki had to sacrifice herself, it's like. Fuck you, Makima. You made you made all of this terrible. Yep. And just that. And then he. Oh, sorry. You go ahead, Sue. Or Tim. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, after that, he like, like they mentioned food a lot in the manga, mm-hmm. which was probably never really thought about as much. But then he, 
he really finishes her off by just e- eating her. Eating oh, her. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And, yep. and because it was him and not Chainsaw Man, she doesn't disappear either. Right. She just dies, according to the manga. Because he mentions yeah. that like she's invulnerable to any attack, but what he was doing wasn't an attack. It was an attempt to save her. Like from the, the it, control it was, devil. It was an act of love. Yeah, it was an act of love. Yeah, yeah. That and the part where he says something like he he says like or somebody reveals that Makima didn't even know what Denji looked like. She identified him by smell because she just remembered the smells of people that were interesting to her. Right. Like, yep. yep. I was gonna. Yeah, yeah. At no point was Denji like an important or interesting person. Or she was. He was just you know another thing that she was gonna use to to meet her ends. And it's only when he yeah. realizes that and separates her, himself from her that he's able to, like, actually move on. Like, it, it's a really, really, really satisfying end to that whole theme of, like, Denji being controlled and seeing himself as somebody else's dog. Just beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that that is, that is a motif that exists throughout the manga and is not just a Makima to Denji thing, but it's, like, every character treats him like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really satisfying too to finish it and like talk about it and reread it and like seeing that, and, like Damn. seeing that growth and like seeing it as a story of someone going through this intense relationship of control or someone else being in control and and whatnot. And, like, yeah, and it's crazy that it's done in this package of chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, there's there's a there's a very interesting discussion about Chainsaw Man, right? Like, I can't remember if we talked about it earlier, because we've been recording for a million years. Yeah, hours. a long time. <laughs> but, like, there's there's a date that Chainsaw Man goes on with Makima, where they watch a bunch of movies. And at the at their final fight, he's like, oh, will there still be bad movies? And she's like, no, there won't be bad movies in my perfect world. And he's like, well, I, I can't stand that. And to me, that stands for, like, he's understanding that you have to go through bad things to appreciate good things, you know? That, like, suffering is kind of a part of enjoyment in a way. Yeah. And that if she just only wants enjoyment, then, like, you're not you're not getting the most out of life. That, that you're going for some kind of weird nightmarish version of it. And... It's a very minor line, but like, again, I'm trying to draw connections between the one time they go on a date with, for movies, and when he talks about movies at the end. And to me, that's like, he's getting control over Makima. He he understands like, what he wants out of life, and it's not the same as what Makima wants, and that is what he needs to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that's a good catch too. I mean, that's the thing about this manga. We're gonna miss. We're we've talked for two and a half hours at this Just point about, about uh, well, you know, like about two hours about how great this manga is. This is my favorite manga. I love it. <laughs> it's so good. If you have listened to this and you didn't read Chainsaw Man, what the fuck is wrong with you? Read Chainsaw Shame Man. Shame on you. <laughs> but, but. There's so much stuff we didn't talk about. So There's so many little things that I took notes about that yeah. we didn't yeah. talk about in this thing. There are so many little moments. This is so goddamn good. Yeah. This manga. This is this is like a once in a lifetime come upon of a of a story. Yeah. That's so well executed by the person who created it. 
Yeah. And, and and speaking of, like, would you want it to then end? Because it, it, to me, it felt like a, a good closure. It would have been a fine... Like, would you want oh, more? That See, that's the thing, because it does continue. Yeah. And, and it, it made me question, like, I'm both really excited that there's more, because I loved it, but also kind of bummed that it wasn't contained. Mm-hmm. And if I flip a coin, I'm just going to, like, no, I'm excited there's yeah. more. Yeah. But I, I, and I think I'm excited there's more as well, because he's done a good job up to this point. Yeah. So there's no, to me, there's no reason to mistrust that now that Denji is a high schooler who can turn into Chainsaw <laughs> Man, that we should be disappointed. Yeah. He, like, yeah. this manga has been perfect from chapter one to chapter 97. Yeah. I've, the issues I've run into, I have resolved by rereading it, you know? Yeah. There are so many interesting moments to this manga. And if, if the next part sucks, I'll be I'll be sad, but it's not going to ruin the first ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think the next part. Well, I hope the next part will be great, right? Yeah, he, he showed us the Academy arc. Yeah, and also, it's not going to be in a physical form. I don't believe it's going to be on Shonen Jump Plus and mm. digital only. And and, and think about better it. be what I'm paying for. <laughs> right, I, I I believe so. Um, but like in doing digital only, he doesn't have to do a weekly thing. He doesn't have to do a weekly normal shonen. So maybe he can spend more time, whether he does or doesn't. But it seems like it might give him more control there and maybe more control in like what he wants to show as far as the more adult themes and stuff in which he's already on that line. So Mm -hmm. it like... I hope so. It makes sense because we're like, we're in COVID and went on digital only would, you know, make sense as far as money, but it seems like it also gave him more control as a creator. And and I and I hope that there isn't a resistance because like I I own <laughs> I was at my my favorite comic book store. Everybody should shop at Big Brother Comics, uh-huh. <laughs> and I picked up Chainsaw Man number two because that was the only one they had. And Chainsaw Man, I feel like as much as we just talked about how good it is, as much as I talked about Shonen Jump. Everyone should read this physically. The spreads are incredible. Right. And I feel like that's what's going to be going forward is like, if I could read Chainsaw Man physically, oh my God, I want to. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully they backfill and do physical prints for a second. And I'm sure they will, but it's just exciting to see like, what does he get to do if he gives more, if he's given more leniency. Yeah. yeah. I And again, I want, I want positivity with, consequences yeah and they show that the consequences are heavy a real thing mm-hmm. okay so we're, we're reaching the end of the chainsaw man discussion bakri how do you feel about chainsaw uh i'm a big fan i i don't do much reading of of books either comic or regular books but uh chainsaw man is extremely good it's the best thing i've read in an extremely long time and i get the feeling I wasn't able to do a reread before this episode, but I do very much want to reread it and see what I can pick up on now that I have an idea of the story. Um, yeah, it's fucking phenomenal. It got me back into reading things. A plus. Uh, yeah, I, I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tim, how do you feel about Chainsaw Man? Um, I would say, like, in, in the wise words of a, uh, a prophet or friend of ours, Anthony, um, Chainsaw Man fucks. <laughs> mm. And it, it fucks hard. Yep. It fucks, uh, it fucks hard. Good. Absolutely. 
it it also <laughs> it got me back into reading manga. Mm-hmm. Like when when Stu showed me it, and I've seen some of the photos, but it, like it seemed very silly. And I just watched Revolver Head as an anime, where this dude had a giant revolver head. I'm like, oh, this is just another. Oh, thing I started like that. watching that. That looks like fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good cyberpunk yeah. type of setting, but like in noir. But um. In reading Chainsaw Man, it's like, oh, this is really good. And I get to reading, and I'm like, okay, how do I read this all the time? So I find the app I can, and then it got me into reading more manga because of that. Nothing, nothing has filled me with more joy than recommending Chainsaw Man to people and hearing them say, oh, I love Chainsaw oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Like, I've, I've had a few friends, like, even prior to, like, what I think is the best part where it's like, you know, the... Katana Man shows up and he's gunning down people and everything. Um, I thought this this manga was incredible, and it's made me so happy to have friends be like, "I agree, it's so good." Like you're yeah. not an insane person, Stu. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah, it fucks. It fucks. It fucks a hundred percent. This is so goddamn good. If you're still here and you haven't read Chainsaw Man, eat shit and read Chainsaw Man. Even though we it's spoiled so everything, good. still read it. It's fantastic. Still read it. There's there's so many things we skipped over. There, like I made so many notes on each chapter that we didn't get to talk about. We didn't oh, yeah. even mention oh, yeah. Kobeni that much. Like she's an important character. Kobeni's so great! Beam is so great! There's, oh god, there's so many good characters in this. Yeah, and I feel like there's uh, uh, analogies too, like sprinkled about. Oh like, yeah! In rereading, seeing um, Ray's and Typhoon fight made me think of Scylla and Charybdis. Oh. Or Charybdis, the, the Odyssey story, I think, or okay. the Homer story. Um, the Greek, Greek thing, and it's basically you're stuck between Scylla and Charybdis, so rock in a hard place. Uh-huh. And they're like these mythical creatures in, I believe, the Odyssey story. But like seeing them fight and thinking about it, I'm like, oh, Chainsaw Man's kind of stuck between them, like both physically and with Ray's like emotionally. But like it made me wonder, it's like, was that chosen for that? Like, <laughs> Honestly, this dude is so fucking good at everything. Yeah. Tatsuki Fujimoto. Fujimoto, yeah. So goddamn good at everything that fuck it. I whatever we think that he did right, he did it right. I yeah. I don't fucking know. So uh Tim had to step away, of course. Ah, shame. Um, but we we've got our rating system. So First question, how do you rate Chainsaw Man? Well, uh, given our rating system is keep watching, eh, or total garbage, um, I get, uh, keep keep reading, I guess? If there if there's more Chainsaw Ooh. Man to consume, I will happily do so. Yep, I'm with you. I, I think Chainsaw Man is uh, maybe one of my, one of my favorites, if not my favorite thing that we've reviewed on this podcast i think it's incredible if you can experience chainsaw man find a way to do it and enjoy it um and tim seems largely the same way um i could throw him under the bus right now and it'd be funny but instead no he loves chainsaw (laughs) man chainsaw man's great um now bakri let me ask you a question before we sign off here 
How do you feel about Sonic? Big fan of Sonic. <laughs> if like, listen, <laughs> Sonic, the the quality of the games of the Sonic games that have come out over the last decade has been wildly varied. Uh, I hate Sonic Forces mm-hmm. deeply, oh. um, but even still, Sonic is always by the Battle School Dropouts rating system. Sonic will always be a keep watching for me. They could put out garbage after garbage and I'll keep doing it because I am a dumb simp for Sonic and I just, you know, that's my buddy. That's my little my little blue buddy. A little buddy. Okay, well, let me let me throw this out hmm. there. Like cuz we shouldn't have a non-Sonic episode. You know what? Yeah, you yeah. just saved us cuz otherwise we would have had uh, another episode where we never mentioned Sonic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what if if you had to recommend a Sonic like Bakery I've never played a Sonic game. What Sonic game should I play? What is oh, it? boy. Um, I think the correct answer is Sonic 3 and Knuckles, followed by Sonic okay. Adventure 1 and 2, and then probably... Then you can branch out from there. You want to hit Sonic Force, uh, Sonic Heroes, you want to hit Sonic Generations, Unleashed, Sonic and the Black Knight, Shadow the Hedgehog, any of those, you know, go wild. But I think okay. if you had to, like... If you had to play one Sonic game, exactly one Sonic game, it's Sonic 3 and Knuckles, for sure. Okay, that's the best Sonic game. Uh, It's, okay. the, it's okay. the most important one, I would say. Okay, I, I, I can agree yeah. with that. So, let's let's wrap up here. We've, we've talked about Chainsaw Man for a while. Uh, like I said, Tim has unfortunately had to disappear Jay. here. Um, if, if you're into what Tim has talked about here, Tim's an excellent photographer, and you can follow him at Tim Schill. That's Tim, S H I L L, dot com, and you'll, that'll take you to his photography site. And he is a wonderful photographer. I think you can follow follow him similarly on uh, Instagram. So. Yeah, guys, if you think that we should let Tim continue living, go ahead and like and subscribe. <laughs> Uh, hit the bell as yeah. well. Leave a comment. All that Listen, fun stuff. If he gets less than twenty follows on his Instagram, I'll fucking murder that yeah. dude in his sleep. I live with him. He's Absolutely. done for, dude. <laughs> so you know his life is in your hands. Bakri, how do how do we stalk you? Uh, you can go ahead and follow me on Twitter. Uh, Twitter dot com slash. Uh, wait, I forgot. B a Bakfu. B a k f u u. Uh, I also make beats. You probably heard one at the beginning of this of this podcast, and you can you can go ahead and oh, follow absolutely. me on uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash Octomammoth. Yeah, and I gotta say, like this isn't just me like being your friend or whatever. Like you do such a good job on those hey. beats. I fucking and anytime you like change things up and you're like, oh, I want to use this beat. I'm like, absolutely. Let's <laughs> listen to this podcast. It's so goddamn Hell good. Yeah. I love thank it. Thank you. Dude. Thank you. Means They're a lot. so great. You add a you add a lot to this podcast. I appreciate that. As do uh, you with the video that people are watching right now, seeing our, our sound waves move and everything. Class. I appreciate it. Um, if you want to follow me, I'm Hentai Pizza Lord on Twitter. Um, that's that's the only way you can ever find me. <laughs> so that's the only place I exist. Uh, and Bakri, let's let's wrap up. Um, thanks everybody for showing up. This was this was. Uh, an episode that meant a lot to me and if you've made it this far I can't tell you how much I appreciate you for staying yeah, god it's this is an incredible manga I hope you've read it and I hope you liked what we had to say about it it's true even though we've spoiled like a vast majority of Chainsaw Man I think it's absolutely worth reading like if you 
listen to all this thinking that you wouldn't read Chainsaw Man, I still implore you, go read Chainsaw Man. It is a beautiful manga. You will walk yeah. away with something. I, I can pretty much guarantee it. Yeah, you put it way more beautifully than I would. Because, <laughs> like, real talk, if you've made it this far and you didn't read the Chainsaw Man manga, even though we told you to stop listening to this podcast and go read the Chainsaw Manga, uh, hey, fuck you. Like, God damn it. We said <laughs> stop reading. We said stop. But also, like, hey, thanks for listening. Go read Chainsaw Man yeah. now. God damn yeah. it. What are you still doing here? Green Chainsaw Man! But also, thanks for listening again. Love you. Happy New Year. I mean, happy uh, late January. Shit. Fuck. Uh. Uh, Fuck. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. Uh, End the podcast. Next time on Battle School Dropouts, Bakari and Stu will be reviewing the first six episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen. So if you'd like to be a part of the discussion, watch those episodes and listen along. I'm so tired, and one day I'll learn not to keep editing until three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs>